to another episode of the what's that noise podcast and yeah i uh this is my first one back after like a two-week absence i uh, I had a lot of fun my sister's back again as you guys all saw but yeah the uh the band's been real busy we uh we scrapped our entire album and have just been rewriting from the from the start basically so yeah we've just been super busy doing that so i haven't had a whole lot of time to sit down and do one of these but i was glad i was finally able to sit down and actually get one done i had a lot of fun doing it it was yeah it was on one of my absolute favorite albums and i'm glad my sister actually suggested this one it's uh, reckless and relentless by asking alexandria we had a lot of fun talking about this and yeah i i as many other you know kids that were into this type of music growing up when I did know like Reckless or Relentless was a huge fucking album and to sit down and talk with somebody who's almost you know like 10 years younger than me basically and kind of see the impact that it's had on them versus the impact that it had on me has been it was a super interesting conversation and yeah I'm uh I want to keep this intro just a little bit short but I, I really do hope that you guys all enjoy it and yeah we will be right back so here we go and for the first time in like two or three weeks, we're back. Yo, I'm back. And Bailey is the first one back again. What a surprise. Yep. yep. I, I'm here for you. How was, uh, she just got out of school and I picked her up. So how was, how was school? It was. <laughs> what the Sorry, fuck was that? I, I choked. I had a piece of cookie still in my mouth, in my throat, but uh, it was good. It was fine. Good. I yeah. want, I don't want to have a fifth and sixth period, but I must. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I remember when I did that, like, you're just in, like, a shit situation with the worst principal, I guess, because when I was in high school, I didn't need those last classes either, and so, um, like, basically, I just, I went to my principal, and I was like, hey, I, I'm not going to college, I don't need these classes, and she was like, okay, and just took me out, and so I really? had two free periods. Miss Wyborny? Was that her name? Yep. She was awesome. Mr. Hamill's cooler. Mr. Hamill? That's the principal. He was a dickhead. He's such a sweetheart. Mr. Hamill and uh, who was the other one? Mr. What, the guy with the ponytail, Crenshaw? No, it wasn't Crenshaw because Crenshaw wasn't like anything when I was there. Herda? Uh-uh. What's that guy's name? I don't know Phipps? if he's there anymore. Phipps. Yep, he's a dick. He's a fucking cunt. I, am- I remember he pulled me out. I don't even remember why I got detention. I didn't really ever do anything wrong oh, in high school. Okay. But I remember he pulled me out of class and was like, you, come with me. <laughs> like right before lunch, I was like the fuck's going on? He goes, you got detention. And I was like, why? And he goes, just go to detention. And I was like, I didn't do anything. Like, what are <laughs> you talking about? Crenshaw pulled me out of class once. Yeah. And he was like, super nice as we were walking to his office. Yeah. And he like, he talked to me like we weren't walking to the same place. Like, he's like, you need to come to the student office. And I was like, I don't know where that is. And he was like, it's this way. And I'm like following him. So it's like, just be like, oh, just follow me. But he was like, the entire time he was talking to me, like, well, it's next to the thingy. Like, we're standing right next to him. He's like, well, it's next to the cafeteria. And I was like, I could have guessed that, buddy. And we got in. I don't know why she did this. Because I feel like if most students cheat on a test, or like do something, Google something, the teacher just like kind of gives them a bad grade and like tells them. But she got an assistant principal and like had me go into Mr. Crenshaw's office. And he was like, like, what? Do you have an Instagram account? And I was like, on a bang or something and i was like no or i mean i was like yeah and he was like do you have a spotify account and i was like yeah and he was like do you have a chat gpt account and i was like i think so and he was like oh so you know if you have an instagram and a spotify account but we don't know about chat gpt and i was like i just said i think and also like i use instagram and spotify every single day of yeah, my life not, like i mean granted i will say 
I'm sure that you were cheating. I was. I did. I admitted to it, though, and I told her before we even went there. Yeah. Like, in class, I was like, hey, I Googled the answer. And she was like, oh, well, okay. And she just, I don't know why. She, it was her last year, too. She was retiring that year. Yeah. I don't know why she was trying to make it harder on herself. I don't know. But either. then he was like, I mean, I, because she was, like, just going to let me redo it. And she was like, but just no Googling. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then he was like, I believe a dog can only be punished with a firm hand. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> You should have been like, I'm sorry, are you referring to one of your students as an animal, you sick fuck? Oh, no, because no, I was like, in my mind, I thought he was joking because Gus Fring says that in Better Call Saul. Does he really? Yes, and I was like, this this has to be a reference. Should have just stood up in your chair real fast and gone, oh! <laughs> yeah. I should have. No, but uh, I remember, I, don't, I think I've told this story on the podcast. I might have, I don't really remember, but the, when I was in choir class oh. and Mr. Crenshaw came in because he was down the hall from choir class. And he was like, hey, can you guys quiet it down a little bit? I'm, have you been to the choir class in the band classroom? Isn't that in a weird hallway? Why it's was in Crenshaw? the very back hallway. Yeah, so there's well, like yeah, a long I'm, hallway. I'm in that class for my sixth period. But yeah. why was Crenshaw near you? So, I'm well, because he was the band teacher. He was the band yes, teacher? Yes. When I was in school, he was the band teacher. So, like, you know that long hallway yeah, between yeah, the band? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He literally, I heard him stomp all the way up here. And then he came into our classroom and was like, can you guys quiet it down? I know I've told this story in the podcast. I don't know if it was with you or not. But, like... Our teacher, Mr. Eyestone, I kind of like, he was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, we're teaching a class too, dickhead. Like, close the fucking door. Like, pulled him into the hallway to say all this, but we heard it all clear as day. Yeah. Came back out, slammed his door shut, and was like, back to work, louder than before. Uh, like, just, <laughs> it was so I don't know, I feel bad for him sometimes, because like, you know those like student meetings where it's like class of 20, whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. go in here. So we did those, and every single time we do those, whenever mm -hmm. they're like, here are people that can help you, they'll say like, Mr. Hamill, Mr. Whatever, all the teachers and everyone's like cheering. And when they get to Mr. Crenshaw, everyone boos. Oh. So he's like, and this last time we did this the other day, he was like, the principal was like, we're not going to do Mr. Crenshaw, but just start being nice to him, please, guys. Because every single time people oh, would boo. I'd be, I would never, I could never like, return to my job. To have, if, like, yeah. yeah, all of the kids, like no one ever shows up and is like, yo, like, like how they are with other teachers, you know. When, like, I think Crenshaw just shouldn't have been a principal, know, if I'm honest, because know. like people, he was kind of like, uh, like he was the shittier equivalent of. Have you seen or heard anything about the movie Whiplash? Yes. He was like that guy, the Ugh. teacher, but like in band. So kids were like, "I'm learning like that movie," but like <laughs> as a principal, I can see how that wouldn't work. Well, because he's just so like he like tries to be nice at first. Yeah. And it's like okay, like I get it, but then he'll like try to like. He like gets down to the nitty gritty. Like he's yeah. like when he asked me those questions, I was like, "What? What? How would that have made sense though?" If I was like, "Yeah, I use those every day." I'm not like on Chat GPT. Like, oh well, let me check my AI real quick. I think you've told this story yeah, too I on the have, podcast but, well, before. Also, no, 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 no I'm just remembering. I to be fair, dude. Like I like I said, I haven't done one of these in the past two weeks. Oh, yeah. so, so like I'm the just memories are flooding back. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I'm, I'm so out of that it, school's man. wild. Though. I was going to do another, like, I was going to do my solo podcast today and then yours and post my solo one today on the Resistance album, but I just, I couldn't make myself, man. I was so, like, like... five hours of talking. I sat down and I was like, dude, I don't remember how to do this. Like, I really don't. <laughs> like, I... It, it's simple shit, don't get me wrong, but, like, <laughs> sitting down and talking to yourself versus having I know, somebody I to talk like to... I know, I feel like that must suck because... The ugh. first one was awkward. The second one, I feel like I really hit a stride. The third one... In all honesty, like it was a day where I was just like, I really don't want to do this, but like I made myself do it. So I was like, you know, go me. But at the Wait, same point, oh, I like, oh. I won't listen to it. Cause I was like, I know that I don't, I don't, I don't listen to your solo podcast. I'll be honest. You're I such a dick. Well, just cause, okay. I don't think you do any like solo podcast on artists that I'm like, uh, you know, cause I like, you do need to get into crown the empire. That's okay. the series that I'm doing okay. right now. I feel like you'll dude. 
when are you gonna just trust me with music? I do trust you. Why do you think I listen to like any That's bands my that point. I listen so to? So why wouldn't you listen to me when I'm <laughs> suggesting you crown the empire? Well, because sometimes you're into like way harder stuff than I could ever mouth or like. Ice Nine Kills is harder than everything Crown the Empire's <laughs> ever done. That's true. Well, no, it's, I don't. Well, I don't know that. And sometimes you give me like a music suggestion that's so ass that I have to like think when? for a second. Name one. Uh, well, I can't say it now. What is this like an argument where you're like, yeah, because hey, I you, don't. Well, you do this because okay, everything that I've time. suggested to you, you've liked. So like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you like asking. You like motionless. You like Blackfoot Brides. You like Ice Nine Kills. You like fucking. Everybody, dude. Like, there's not one that I think I've suggested to you that you haven't liked. Okay, well, that's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> well, also, for not trusting me. Let me just have my, like, angsty teen phase. Bitch. Yeah, it's annoying to go through it and not be the angsty teen. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie to you. But anyway. No, uh, no. What do you mean, no? Not enough talking. I'm trying to talk about my first week of school. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what? I have that torch water bottle, right? Yeah. It's like a Minecraft torch. And... I expected people to like say something about it because obviously I look like a fucking child. I don't know. It's the only water bottle I have though. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to use it. But this guy like, okay, lots of weird things have been happening. Uh, so first time it was I brought it into class and this guy was like, that is super cool. I want to get one. And I like told him, I was like, yeah, I got this online. He was like, I want to get a redstone torch. And I made a joke and I was like, nah, redstone torches are lame. You got to get a normal torch. And he was like, <laughs> looked over and I was like, I didn't mean that in like a mean way. I just was like trying to joke. And he was like, well, you said it in a really fucking mean way. And I was like, God damn. Jesus. And then today I was walking in the hallway. It was completely empty. I was talking to my friend and then somebody starts pulling on it and I feel it. And I like expected to turn and see somebody I know or like a teacher or something, someone. And it was like this random kid. I've never seen him before. He's like seven feet tall. And he was like, I like this. And I was like, whoa. What are you doing? Who are you? Get your hands off my water bottle. And he was like, that's a water bottle. And I was like, what would I carry around? Just like a, a light like, up fucking. That's why everyone, everyone's like, where's the button? And I'm like, there's no. Why would, I carry, light. Why would that... I carry this around with me if it was the light up? To be like... fair, you know what? Kind of on you, though, for carrying around a Minecraft torch water <laughs> it's, bottle. It's my only you water fucking, bottle. I don't care. You, you're a nerd. I also, um, in my second period, I sit between popular people. Yeah. And today they were talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I know that they i know deep down that they only talk to me to kind of get a laugh mm -hmm. but i was just like i was just like because i felt so awkward because like when they first like try to call you out and talk to you you're like oh no like yeah. this is only gonna end wrongly for me and then they were like he was like trying to talk this guy in front of me is blonde he's like five four i don't mm -hmm. know why he's popular <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and he was like uh what what is it on your shirt and i was like oh it's a band um, from like the 80s It's like you know, A bunch of rappers I don't know if I'd call them a band A rap group? Yeah a super group That's what oh, Easy okay. called them It's NWA Okay yeah And then he was like Can you name all the members Without looking down And I was like uh, So I said I was like MC Run DJ Yellow Ice Cube Whatever yeah. Said them all And he was like huh. And then both of the friends Were like Okay And I was like uh, Can you just stop Like yeah. I don't get it just Like I'm not alone. one of the kids That's gonna be like uh, Get away from me Like I'm yeah. like uh, I hate when people Try to do that to me Because yeah, I, I look like One of those kids Because yeah, also like I did see an Eddie Munson kid today Yeah I saw a kid with a jacket That said the Don't fuck power Or fuck the people You're, Or whatever Fuck It's don't fuck with people <laughs> Don't, nah. yeah, no, don't, don't fuck, fuck the power <laughs> Fuck with people <laughs> Bully them Tear them down <laughs> Ruin no. their high school experience <laughs> That and I was like no way. Yeah. I didn't know people like this existed. Yeah. Well, of course they do.
Well, I just feel like I've never seen somebody wear a jean jacket before Stranger Things. I never saw anyone funny, wear like, got a jean jacket yesterday. Oh, it actually God. looks nice though. It's oh. like, it's not like it's not like like a What's denim all, jean just, jacket. Oh. It's like a full or like or like a, a cutoff jean jacket. It's a full jean jacket with like a like the fur. It's kind of like Carson's. Have you seen Carson's? Yeah. It's like that one. Carson is he wears denim on denim a lot, and I don't think I fuck with it. <laughs> I think I think it looks. I good. don't think I've ever seen him in not denim on denim. I think out of the entire band, he's got the best style. <laughs> Who? I, who the fuck? I don't know. Maybe it's like if I had to dress like how one of you guys dressed. Yeah. I don't know. You probably actually. dress like me. No. The most. You already kind of do. I do. I do. Uh, we have yeah, like the like same it's style. literally just like, I mean, I don't, I have one banty now. Did I tell you I got a banty again? Really? What it was banty? a sleep, was token, sleep token, token Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the. Is it the one that was on the bed? No, no, no. That one was Hannah's. I can't wear white shirts. Yeah, I guess I'll tell the podcast this. I can't wear white shirts because my nipples are too dark. So they they shine through the fucking... Stop eating the cookie on the podcast. (laughs) Pull your mouth away from the mic so people don't have to hear you chew. But uh, we were talking about... Yeah, like, I mean, with kids like that, like the get away from there was a lot of them when i was in school they're they're just because i think it was closer to like the big boom of the emo and the scene culture and i feel like know? there was lots of them yeah but like now there I is think still I, lots i think you and i both didn't really fall into that because we both kind of hit it late like a lot of kids that hit the emo scene hit it in like middle school that's true i didn't hit it until like the end of my freshman year start of my sophomore I year just, of high i also school. think though is because of our like uprising like our childhood and stuff like that we kind of matured way faster you know than these other is? kids well a but b do you know why we didn't act that way what you know why well yeah chandler yeah 150 of chandler you know he did make fun of us <laughs> well because also they're like i don't i hate when kids are like that when they're like i'm way more mature than these guys but it's like we i were. can tell that i am that was the kind of annoying kid i was in high school i, I can, think was i like can the, tell like, that i am i just don't i don't i, I hate when people try to like I hate those kids who are like, yeah. I know I'm better than all you guys. Like, shut up. Yeah. We're all at a public high school in Washington. Like, no one's that special here. Speaking of different shit, uh, this is really off topic. I'm trying to make a segue <laughs> happen but because I, I wanted to tell you about this. So I was talking about this band with uh, Carson and Lee the other day called Dashboard Confessional. Yeah. And they both had never heard of him. You know who they are because they were on the Twilight soundtrack. Oh, no. Get your <laughs> chewing mouth away from the mic, for the love of God. Anyway, what was wrong? Uh, stolen. You have stolen my heart. Oh. You know that song? But Carson was like, no, I thought you were pitching a podcast. And I sat there for a second. And I was thinking, got it. Dashboard confessions, right? You're an Uber driver, okay? And you have mics set up. You blow the person's face and you just try to get them to tell you their like deepest, darkest secret. You know what that reminds me of? Huh. Okay. You're not going to like this. Is this therapy? Are you going to say therapy? Gecko? No. Oh. But. Fake I taxi. used to watch <laughs> <laughs> So instead, we get Carson to get in yeah. the back seat with them, and he oh, tries god. to seduce them. Yeah. No, God, no. <laughs> get an Uber pool. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh god. And then Carson's like, "Oh, guess that's me." Gets in, and then he's like, "Hey, sexy." It's like some no, old ass Carson man. would be like, "Hey, <laughs> hi. Are you uh, how you feeling tonight?" Yeah, Mama. He wouldn't even try to make. He just he would say hi once, and then it'd just be a camera watching them awkwardly look out the window oh the whole time. But anyway, no, but anyways, you're um, saying I okay. So when I was a kid, I would wa- I watched a lot of YouTubers that you and Chandler watched, but I as a girl <laughs> had to find my own little group there. So I watched Gabby Hanna. Oh, you know no, Gabby Hanna. Yeah, I remember. Crazy now, but when she used to make those story time videos that were super popular, mm-hmm. she would always talk about in Ubers. She would just try to ask the like, try to get the Uber to tell them their deep, their deepest darkest secrets. Oh no! And like, 
there was ones about like they fuck their sisters and stuff like that yeah, like yeah, really yeah, yeah, weird yeah. shit and you're like whoa i wonder if she took this story from another guy i wouldn't put it past her but there was this <laughs> dude i don't know what his name is but i see his clips on tiktok all the time from the episode he did of the joe rogan podcast basically he was he hitchhiked across the entire country and so he'd get in the car with people and like the first hour of the drive was always like just super quiet, awkward. But then like somewhere around the two hour mark, he said that they would like realize I'm never going to see this person again. Everything would come out like yeah. I murdered. I, my, like like, I murdered my brother or like, yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Like I slept with my sister or so on and so That's forth. So, like, I just couldn't imagine ever. I had this conversation with my freaking web design teacher today. I was like, because he was like, we're going to make. I don't know why, but he was like, we're going to make presentations about ourselves mm-hmm. five minutes long present to the class and yeah. i was like i would never do that yeah and i was talking with him and i was like i just like it's something i don't care if i have to do it but mm-hmm. it's just like i don't want to tell these people like i just got a memory of something keep going <laughs> well, i'll tell like, you in a sec i feel like it's very point not pointless like of course if, if somebody in the class like liked the music i liked or played the games i played i wouldn't i wouldn't be like whoa hey fucking no whatever yeah. But it's just that I don't want, like, these people don't need to know that about me. And I don't need to, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. if they tell me, I won't be like. <sighs> but, like, it just felt so pointless because nobody, when it, when it comes to, like, assignments like that about yourself mm-hmm. or, like, things, you, nobody cares about anyone else because they're so nervous about themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're only paying attention to what they are saying yeah. and what they're presenting. Because, like, they're not, no one's ever going to be like, oh, yeah, he's into football. Like, yeah. nobody actually cares, especially yeah. in high school. I agree and disagree. Like I think honestly that high school is a very important time in people's lives. I yeah. think that it's very important and you learn how to socialize in a good way. I don't know if that's the right way to do it, you know what I mean? But uh to to speak on kind of what I was cringing about a second ago. Oh, no. I was in my class and my buddy got a note from his teacher to pull me out of class to have me come into their class and do a presentation with him where I just had to start singing Monster by Skillet. Shut up. I wanted to kill myself. I legit was like, dog, I do not want to fucking do this. It was one of those moments where like, I wasn't was like trying to be English like the class? brazy. Yes, I wasn't trying to be like the brazy kid trying to show off that I was back oh, in the day. That's how Dead I- ass, I even knew at that moment, my dumbass 16 year old self knew this is cringe and terrible. <laughs> and so I went up and gave like a half hearted attempt and then just walked out of the fucking oh class. Oh my goodness, I could I That reminds me of like those kids who like, oh my God, in my guitar class. There's a kid who brings his own guitar, electric, yeah, electric own guitar speaker. Kid, yeah. <laughs> and today he didn't bring it. I don't know why, but he was playing, you know, the he acoustic. He probably felt that shame at late at night. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying in bed and he's like, why did and I do he that? Like, okay, he sits towards facing people because he sits on the edge and he wants people to know. That's mm-hmm. him playing. And he was like playing, you know, that song was like, I wish that you would come back off that ledge, my oh, friend. Oh, yeah, From that movie. Yeah. Yes, man. Uh, he was like playing it and he was like, mm, uh, and I was like, dude, stop, stop, stop. Like, <laughs> if you want to see people like that, go to a guitar center. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I want to see him go home. I, that's what I want to see. <laughs> don't want to see him ever again. I don't, I don't. Cause yeah. he like, you I know, don't... these conversations make me realize that I kind of want to do like another, cause I like a couple of the podcasts, podcast? that I, yeah, yeah, the ones that I really listen to, like the one I love the most right now is the basement yard. Uh huh. And it's just like, it, there's no real topic. It's just people showing up and talking. I kind of, you and I might have to do that. Since you're going to oh, be here I? like every fucking week, mm-hmm. I might just have to come home. You know, and, Hannah was telling me, she was like, because when you guys go to Ohio, sorry, yeah. uh, that was cringe. Oh, but it wasn't that bad. But she all right. was like, um, when we leave, like Brennan's car is going to be here. And I'm not saying anything, but like, you she can fucking drive said his what? car. <laughs> I'm going to keep it honest. 
I don't really care if you do. I would not. <laughs> Just because that car, I feel like it's on his last fucking legs. I know. I feel like I, I, I honestly get scared at my school because now you have to get a sticker if you want to park near the school. Yeah, they've been doing that for years. Like, I feel like, well, because I would get it if you had to park we would in the just parking park lot. Up the street. Well, yeah, but he, they were like, if you park in the street, like, still get a sticker. I was like, for what? You're out of your fucking mind. I'm not <laughs> paying you to get a sticker to park on the public street. I think it's like, it's, I don't know how much it is. It's probably like $20. Yeah, it's probably month. like, it's probably like ASP They were charging money. monthly when I was in high school. Really? I was like, just you guys are park? out of your fucking mind. Granted, I didn't have a license, but my friend would always just park on the street and then we'd ditch, we'd go smoke cigarettes. Oh God. I That's remember I one was... time we got, we were coming back after lunch. It was like fifth period. I don't know why I said after lunch. It was like fifth period. <laughs> we came back, we we're walking in, uh, security officer. Come on, and just brought us into the office. Right? I wonder if we have the and same we security had a pack officers. Of cigarettes on us. Shut up. This is super, and like we we fucking killed this. We broke the system on this part, right? Oh, we're all sitting up. there. Nobody watched us. They would just take the one person into the office, security guard, and oh fuck, did I just pause? No, okay, we're good. Security officer and the fucking principal would talk to them and like search, be like, "You got any weed on you?" Because that's what they thought we were doing, mm. right? So the first person went in and handed Trevor. Was I guess I probably shouldn't use names. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Handed Jamie. I don't even think that they listen to this pod or know that I do a podcast. But passed it to one person, right? And they hid it under their jacket. Okay. Okay. You you did that until the end. No, no, no. So we literally just passed it down the row. Yeah. And then the last time they didn't even come out, and because the person was supposed to come sit down and send me in, so they sat down. I slid it into them. I just walked in. They're like, "Do you have a weed on you?" And I was like, "No." Check my bag, and they, they check my bag. <laughs> I think, that, I think that's Ran what out. fucking scares me so much is the other day, got to school late because mom mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to take you after first period because first period's fucking PE. Mm-hmm. And for a chunky chick, <laughs> well, let me get the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think what's so scary about like shootings today, right? I feel like my school, you think it has security because all the doors are constantly locked and you yeah. can only get into the vis- visitor center. And I was like, fuck, I don't have my ID. Like they're not going to let me in because I don't have my school ID. And I got in there and all you had to do was put in a school code. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be yours. Yeah. And then you could just walk in. She'd unlock the door. Yeah. And I was like, how terrifying is that? Yeah. Because one of I mean, the- it's not going to stop shit. Because like, if somebody not. wants to bust in, they'll just shoot the fucking door in. Yeah, because it's a glass goddamn door. <laughs> yeah. The fuck, I remember back in the day, even, we have the, 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 the on the older side of the school, the windows are bulletproof. Really? So yeah, you would see like little holes from a 22 that like, shot up at it not like while we were there it was like somebody driving by and doing it during the night but there'd be like shattered pieces of people just doing that like genuinely insane what a fucked up place to have a school oh yeah i honestly dude like (laughs) yeah the whole school system seems so fucked to me now a because of the shootings right but then b because it's like i mean chat gpt like i'm serious when i say like in a year when it becomes like everybody can just everybody is just doing it because that's how these things move you know what i mean nobody's gonna be doing schoolwork. like i don't really know what school is going to amount to especially something like fucking college yeah more literally dude like you're you're paying a shit ton of money to go in there and get an education that you can just fake with an ai app yeah same with music like literally nowadays man like mixing and mastering oh my god it's an ai app ozone you play you're like you you you, you, like literally you go to your Spotify on your computer and you're like, cool, what do I want my mix to sound like? Uh, Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind. Play that, it listens to it. Play another song, it listens to that. Play another one, it listens to that. And then it takes your song and gives you a mix that'll be kind of like that. And then you can go in and just tweak little tiny things. Make your fucking That's mix like yourself. That's so crazy. It's the same thing with like the writer's strike. Yeah. Like it, movies is such a thing where it's like, when you go to a movie that somebody has written and they say something that you thought nobody else could relate to, 
and it's a human experience like it's only a human experience and you feel so insane after you've left that movie that's why i like at the end of this i know that like at least i hope that's the other that's the dark side of this is that ai isn't going to take over all these like artistic things but i don't fucking know you know what i'm saying like it's it's fucking crazy man like there's uh there's there's good and there's bad with it i can only talk about it from the music scene yeah right? but like people like us where we live lives in a very expensive time like we don't have the money to just go throw however much money to go have somebody mix and master our song you know what i'm saying we, we would rather put that into something else so like in our case having an app that does that and then two people in the band that have the like the know where they, yeah. they could do it themselves just takes out a couple extra chefs, boom, we can just keep rocking out songs like that. I can see the plus side on that, but the negative side, man, it's just, it's, where does I it feel go? Like it's just, art is such like a, it's such a human thing mm-hmm. that for some reason it's a debate on whether it's a human thing or not. Yep. Like, nowadays, you know, people are like, oh, well, we can get a TV show when uh, ask AI to write it, but it's like, could you imagine, like, having an AI Breaking Bad? Like, it would have sucked ass because it's... Human experiences make art. Well, so that's the thing that people are worried about, though, right? Is like now you're correct. But that's the thing with artificial intelligence is it's always learning. And it can only get better. It It can't get worse. We're all plugged in to fucking social media 24-7 and it's just watching and learning and watching and learning. Eventually, dude, you're not going to. Like, that's the thing is that I think eventually you're not going to be able to tell the difference. I'm, I'm interested to see where, like... A year from now, where AI goes. Straight up fucking like a fucking AI robot movie. This is iRobot playing out in front of us. Uh-huh. But yeah. Anyway, fuck. Do you know those like fucking dumbass TV shows they make where they're like, I'm sitting on a couch in my car and it's driving itself at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's where I wish we would have gone. But instead uh, yeah. we were like. Uh, dude, that's the thing though. Is like in a year, I wonder <laughs> where we're going to start implementing this. And I wouldn't be surprised. Because yeah. we've already got self-driving cars. Yeah. Imagine a self-driving car with AI that can hook we're into like your a cameras. a self-driving like airplane. <laughs> but, I think it could dude, happen. Real quick, before we get into the podcast, one more thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of video essays recently. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't know why I've been so obsessed with them. I just yeah. love watching people talk about random things. Speaking of flights. I do that too. Like, I don't know why. It's like, it's not even like, inter- like not, it's I, interesting, but yeah. it's like, not like, guys, you need to hear about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know about the disappearance of the flight of the MHP 370? Uh, I think so. Is that... F- it was where they were like... How long ago was that? Like 2000 something? I don't know when it was. I don't remember. There was a plane, Malaysian air flight yeah, something. Yeah, it was Malaysian. Yeah, 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 and it was, it was like going, it turned around. And then it just was gone. But then it like the last place they t- 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 like had it was right here. And then they went to the pilot's house and they were like looking on his computer and he had like a flight simulator up that took the path that he took. And everyone was like, but we don't think that he had anything in it to do about it because... He had a great life. Like, he wasn't threatened. He had a great family. But they say the way that they went had to have been manually. Like, somebody had to have done it. Like, nobody, it couldn't have just been like, they went too high up. There wasn't enough oxygen. They passed out. They went. Like, somebody had to have manually done it. And I was like, then why aren't you being like, okay, this guy had to have done something. What the fuck was it on his computer? I mean, the Vegas shooter was the same situation. He was not like a mentally ill man by all accounts. He was a normal dude, loved his job, loved his life, and then just one day did that. And it was just so crazy because, like, they were like, well, he's had, like, so many hours of flight experience. He had no issues with mental health. Nobody has recently threatened him. And I was like, dude, 
but he that's there like he didn't do that on yeah. accident and like I there's mean, no yeah, way there's no way in hell I, I do wonder a lot what happened speaking of weird like disappearing places like that terry jacob's mom flew over the bermuda triangle yesterday i wouldn't do it ever what yeah. you're kidding no yeah 100 percent. she posted about it She's like, I flew over the Bermuda Triangle yesterday and then made a joke about like how she thought quicksand and like disappearing places like the Bermuda Triangle would be way more prevalent in her day to day life. Just because, <laughs> to be fair, a lot of people her Dude, age say that. Oh, my God. But Yeah. Wild. I'd never. She does the craziest shit. How did man. she not start shaking? I know. I think the funniest thing about Terry is that I love when she takes just pictures because I can't imagine her like because sometimes she'll be like, I fed these starving children today. And then she came out her being like one quick one. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, see, thankfully, she doesn't do shit like that. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. But, like, she'd, like, I couldn't imagine, because there was this one, I remember she was driving her, like, I don't know what car it is, but it was a cool-ass, like, car. Is and it the spider? I don't know. The, the top-down kind of? I think so, yeah, because yeah. she pulled up by a group of guys and his friends, and she let one of the kids get in the car yep. because his friends were making fun of him or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like... That's Terry. She has, <laughs> she has a heart of gold, man. Like, that whole family was, like, they were so progressive. I know. Like... Like back in the day, um, our, I won't say his name, but our adopted, like my adopted father, your yeah. birth father, very homophobic, very oh, yeah. religious, you know what I mean? Um, and basically, like, I remember conversations where, like, Terry and Joe and Jacob would all be like, yeah, we like, you know, we, we have gay friends, whatever. And like, they'd leave and he'd be like, can't believe they're doing shit like that and like they were they were always ahead of the curve they were really like, an interesting too mm-hmm. when you they just they've always had their like no not they're interesting just interesting that he had an opinion on it yeah. <laughs> because yep 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 okay that's, like enough that. that. that's enough of that that's enough of that anyway i just um, feel like it's so insanely i was talking with it about lauren the other day kind of having that opinion of being racist homophobic those kind of things how overdramatic do you it's have to be? 100% overdramatic, yeah. Because, like... It's like, have you seen that video? The There's, like, a college protest going on, and the professor's there, and two dudes kiss, and he goes, make way, I'm gonna throw up. And, like, <laughs> he's very obviously not actually going to throw well, up, but he's, like, like just if being... If you commit a hate crime, how overdramatic are you? Like, really, someone made you that mad just because they were standing there? Oh, my God. Yeah, ridiculous, I know. <laughs> but, anyway, I don't know how the fuck we got <laughs> We kind of yeah. freaking help. We should probably get into the fucking actual podcast. Oh, yeah, we're almost 30 minutes in. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, so today we are talking about Reckless, Reckless and, and Relentless, Relentless by Asking Alexandria. Um, yeah, this, I have so many weird little, like, nuggets of shit about, like, <laughs> this time period in this band's life. Like, again, this was another album. This came out in 2011. Yeah, this is very, and, Or um, maybe 2010. I mean, let me double check that. I have it pulled up here, I think. But 2011. Yeah, yeah, 2011. Because I think Stand Up and Scream was 2010. That might make sense. Maybe and it was 2009. I don't know. But anyway, um, and like, dude, learning about the band in this time period was so interesting because I, they were uh, all fucked up. I like, wish, I wish I was lived through this era with like a conscience because, fucking, the whole like. Okay, Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like this kind of era. I just wish I lived through like this 2010 to like. Me too. 2016. Me fucking too. you were old enough to like, you went to Warp Tour. Yeah, I did. You watched all these YouTube videos. 2015 and 2016, You like watched all these YouTube videos and you know things about, you met people. And I like, I just wish like that, those little nuggets of knowledge you have, I wish I knew them and I wish I... But now I don't want to go and watch these videos because it's like now I have to go through the thousands well, I mean, instead of watching fair, them as they came out. Yeah, to be fair, though, that's what I did. Like I said, I got into it late. It was high school. But like I remember one thing that always stuck with me, right, 
was just like the Motley Crue attitude of this band that like I had this is like the era that really got me into them and I yeah. got into it super fucking late. The first song by Ask Alexandria I ever heard, which is so funny, was Break Down the Walls, which is interesting. Off of From Death to Destiny. And that was the first song I ever heard. And I thought I was like, oh, okay, cool. I kind of get what this band is like. And then I heard, um, I think it was probably Stand Up and Scream. And I was like, what the hell? And then I heard <laughs> Reckless or and I was like, that's my shit. Yeah. That's my shit right there. But yeah, like, to kind of get an idea, and if you're a scene kid listening to this or a former emo kid listening to this, you know, like, if you're my age anyway, you know, like, the band was on its absolute worst behavior around this time. Like, the epitome of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, just, that's what this band was at this time. And it was nuts. There's so many little stories I'll throw out that I just, like, love about what this era. What was the video you showed me where they had, like, boxes of condoms delivered? Was oh, that, that was them? just one of their random videos, oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, they were fucking ridiculous. But okay, so without any further ado, let's get into it with the first song. It's the opening track. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, and I, somebody, I can't remember where, but I heard the description, like somebody described the post-production on this album as like an action movie. And that makes complete sense to me. And I, uh, I was lucky enough to get to see Asking Open with uh with this shit twice i literally hate you so once it was with uh dennis oh so it dennis was the like, menace. yeah it was kind of like uh you know like whatever it's not that interesting you know i i liked dennis at the time that was another thing at that time when danny left it was cool but like i was more interested in danny and we are harlot than i was with the black but this song is really cool i like the um when all the vocals kick in, there's a line that's a callback to the opening track of uh, sta uh, Stand Up and Scream. What one? Uh, hang on. I got to make sure my phone's turned down before I do this. Otherwise, you're going to hear a blast of welcome <laughs> for a second again. But it's... Um, so I'll just run through the lyrics of this part. It's we're back again. Let's make a toast. Come raise your glasses high to every one of you who doubted us. We're back again. Let's make a toast. Come raise your glasses high to every one of us since karma's a bitch, right? And that's one of the lyrics off of, um, God, what is the name? I, I haven't listened to stand up and scream in so fucking long, man. <laughs> it's, uh, Alarion. but they say, uh, cross my heart. I hope you die left by the roadside. Karma's a bitch, right? Uh, so yeah, it's like, it was cool. Like I liked that when I finally caught it, I did used to think for some reason that the lyrics to this song were, oh, no. we're back again. So raise a toast. No, 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 no. It's so whack. I was reminded. <laughs> Remember, I was like 15. Lyrics were like I was 15, down. and I didn't know how to read screaming vocals yet, just not looking at the lyrics. I thought he said something about making pussies wet. And arr, I was like, arr, arr. You gotta, hey, get up into the mic. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I was crying. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not correct. And I think I had told somebody, and they were like, that is not the lyrics. And I was like, Gotcha. Understood. Ooh. I thought it was a weird lyric choice, but it was an old friend of mine. But yeah, this song, again, it's an intro track, but I think it's a cool intro track. It's cooler than most, I would say. So I'm going to rate it a little higher here. I think cooler I'd give it most. a, uh, yeah. I mean, like, think about it. There are a few intro tracks we've done where we're like, it's an intro track. Uh, yeah, what do you expect? True, this is true, a cooler intro track. One, you get the really cool kind of. I think of it's because most opening tracks we've talked about have been instrumentals mm -hmm. so this one and this, this one is why i want you to listen to fucking crown the empire dude their first two albums have two of the I genuine just... coolest opening opening tracks i've ever heard 
And listening to those concept records are like listening to a play. Like, it's so well done, you feel like you're there, especially with the second album. Shut up. You have to listen to it. But anyway, <laughs> back to this. Like, it also really fits the tone of the album. It the does. It's kind I mean, yeah, like the sex, drugs, alcohol kind of thing. Because uh, the, they talk about that a lot in this album, but a lot of the time it's kind of caked with this imagery of like, you don't want to live this life. Like, it's it's not like lifting it up like Motley Crue did. A lot of it is like... I've lost my mind. I'm going crazy. I'm going to kill myself. Like, I'm, I'm going to go until I, I hit think, the floor. I think when I first listened to this album, actually, mm-hmm. was after you showed me the, like, three YouTube oh, videos. Oh, t- uh, through, uh, through Sin and Self-Destruction. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, okay, whatever, fine. Like, <laughs> you do that with me what all the time. What songs were they? Uh, it was Dear Insanity, To This Stage, and, then, and Bre- uh, uh, Reckless or Relentless. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think mean, Reckless yeah. starts, and then it's to the stage, and then Dear Insanity's the last remember, one. Oh, God. I can't even think about the acting right now, because I won't lie. When Ben Bruce is like, Daddy! no, no, dad, I was like, ah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you I should was... watch the, I gotta make you watch that again, but just the bloopers. No. Because it's so funny. You did show me the bloopers yeah. the same day. I love that. There's one where he's like shaking Danny, and Danny's just rocking. He's like, I don't want to fuck you this much this time. <laughs> it's just, it's funny little shit like that. Or uh, James got so blackout drunk during the shooting of that that he thought Danny was really missing, even though it was just part of the shoot for the video. Oh, God. And so James is like, Danny, you're okay. Like, just <laughs> hugging him. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, so with that, I'm going to rate it just a straight guess. Yeah, this is a guess. killer intro track. It's not a typical one where it's just like, cool, we're into the album. Yeah, you know, like- this really leads you straight in, especially because it drops right into the first track. Yeah, which is? Dear Insanity. Yeah. Yeah, this song's awesome. I fucking love this song. Again, dude, like, I say this with every one of the podcasts, but, like, I wish this song was bigger than it was. It's a huge song still. Don't get me wrong. That's true. Like, I can even look it up really quick and see what all the fucking streaming well, how many numbers streams were. they yeah. each have? Because, thankfully, oh. I am on a cool PC now. Oh, shut up. I have a nice PC. Fuck you. But, yeah, like, that yeah, has more views. 12 million, you know what I mean? It's still a lot, but, like, I feel like nobody fucking talks about it nowadays. Oh, I thought, for some reason, I thought it said To The Stage only had 3 million listens, and I was no, like, no, that's no, one it of the doesn't. Ones. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but it was dedication. That's kind of nuts, bro. The match the, only has 4 million? I mean, yeah. We'll get there. But, uh, yeah, so Dear Insanity. I really like this song. Lyrically, I think it's one of the coolest songs on this album. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to burp. But one of my favorite things about this song, honestly, it isn't the recording because it's a good recording. Still, it's a great song. It's a live version of the song that they did in like 2013, I think. Really? Yeah. And I'll have to show you it afterwards. But it was in the era where Danny was just throwing these crazy like 80s style metal vocals everywhere. And I fucking loved it. But yeah, this song it's kind of nuts. Like, this song is just balls to the wall. It really for is. For 90% of it. Like, even the chorus feels that way. But it's a super catchy chorus, super aggressive verses. Except for this, I guess the second verse isn't. <laughs> Fuck you. But anyway, this song also, like, yeah, I don't know. What do you What do you think about this song? Um, I'm trying to, like, uh, I haven't podcasted in so yeah, long. Yeah. Uh, this is good podcasting. Um, I mean, this song, I feel like I always kind of skip past it. Really? I, I, I think it's because, I don't know, maybe I played it too much. But maybe I you like- have to listen to this version of it because I did the same thing. I was always eager to get to the next song until I started really listening to that live video version. And then all I could hear was that version listening to it. And I was yeah. like, oh, I just yeah, think it's just kind of one awesome. of those songs where like, mm, okay, yeah. like, whatever, like next. It's I think- just 
kind of basic to me, but that's just because, I don't know, maybe I haven't listened to it enough or I've listened to it too much. Yeah. I can't tell. I like the imagery in the lyrics. Yeah. So I'm going to read the first verse and then I'll kind of break it down for you. Oh, sweet insanity, you take my hand and walk me out into the dark. We walk this road for hours and hours to the white hills and the oceans. Do you know what that means? Hmm. Coke and alcohol. Okay. So... I like this a lot. I like you're the, like relatable. <laughs> so yeah, well, shut up. <laughs> anyway, I like the the. It's weird. Danny kind of looks back, and to be fair, it's his life. It was a terrible fucking time for him. Yeah. I can't blame him for looking back on this with a little bit of disdain. Lyrically, though, I think this song is very intriguing. Like intriguing it is like he's very clearly talking like, to his addictions wanna, yeah, and not true. in a way where he's like i'm so fucking cool bro yeah. i do coke and drink all day long bro like it's it's in a way where it's like it's it's remorseful it's regretful like oh sweet he, insanity you take my hand and walk me I into think the that's dark probably the best part about most asking songs is they don't talk about they're not like yeah well there's uh, a couple yeah. on this album well, okay that well are not that most way. like especially nowadays he yeah. doesn't talk about things like this and like this kind of like oh yeah i do this and i do this fuck yeah. you it's kind of more like uh fuck like i do this I and did i, this. Then yeah, I like, like don't like thankfully, it thankfully like it's this is something that gets brought up a lot within like people like I'm sure Motley Crue gets it a lot. Yeah. I'm sure Asking gets it a lot. I or I know Asking gets it a lot. I know weirdly enough Eminem gets it a lot. But the conversation starter of like, man, they were better when they were on drugs. Shit pisses me off more than fucking anything. It's like, bro, like you're a psychopath. Like, why would you I say that to somebody? I miss them when they were addicted and uh, almost yeah, about killing to themselves. Die. Yeah, 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 literally. Like, yeah, awesome, cool on you. Anyway, but uh, yeah, the lyrics to this are really what like drew me into this very metaphorical style of lyric yeah. writing that I've kind of adopted in myself. Plus the chorus is so like, it's so catchy and I can't really explain why lyrically, <laughs> but the hold your breath, my dear, we're going under. That's so like, it's uh, so yeah. fucking it's almost nuts. Like, it's almost kind of like, I feel like it's kind of scary a not, little bit. Not, it is scary. It's more like sad and it's, yeah. but it's hyping and it's like pumping. It's kind of like in the NF when we were talking about like, these are really sad songs, but it's like a fucking rap. Like, oh, yeah, it kind of has that vibe of like, I want to like the lyrics kind of make you like, OK, but yeah. you're like, like, you know, fucking bumping. To like, it. Yeah, I love the like, it's almost the like the freewheeling running headfirst into your own like grave, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's 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 and it kind of has almost like an echoey like. Yeah. Kind of feel oh, like the, the far production. away, yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like screaming, but like singing still, but like almost like Speaking yelling. of screaming, this was the first time that we ever heard Danny's at the time, like this new like yelly scream that yeah. he was adopting. Because the first album, it was pretty traditional scene core shit where it's like, you got your high screams, I your mid screams, and so your funny. low screams, and that's How they it. they used to have their emo hair because they're like British. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> British <It's>, people <laughs> that are emo. <laughs> Danny, there's videos of him reacting to them performing like in those days and he's just like like just shaking his head at the screen <laughs> have you like seen that the, the shane gillis joke where he's like i got made fun of by this goth guy who's in australia but like you yeah. can't take anything they say seriously yeah, no, and he was like yeah. he was like nice hot fuck so yeah. <laughs> he was like to be fair i was wearing a bucket hat i don't but. know why but now anytime i think of a goth person like roasting somebody i think about that uh scene from big daddy with Adam Sandler. Oh God. He's like, you're mad at your dad, not and at me. me. Yeah. <laughs> or like, he was making a joke about like, you can't take an Australian prison serious. Like, can you imagine them in like, 
a 9-11 situation like oh no they're going for the second tower like fucking shit like that like it's so funny did you just make a fucking 9-11 joke <laughs> i'm sorry i tuned out a little bit there no, for a second like, he's like what's an australian accent Wait, let me get into it let me like, where's like, no you know what boy no that's not that's british oh yeah oh no that's no it's not wait i'll try to go australia but like could you imagine an australian person yelling about the twin towers like oh we might need to jump like, oh like my God. okay like that's you can't that's, take shit they say you're, seriously you're a sick fuck well, you know like, that? that's the joke is that he's like i was wearing a bucket hat out in australia as soon as i walked outside this goth australian was like <laughs> oi nice hat fatso and then christ like, <laughs> bailey we're almost an hour into this podcast and we're on song two okay okay Okay. I can't like I'm uh, we're I'm really not doing great at keeping us on track here. because <laughs> anyway, we need to make a podcast about us talking. My favorite part of this song is the when end. hear me. It's right before that. It's the bridge, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. When everything stops and the the BPM yeah. changes. Yeah. And uh, it drops back into this new verse that we haven't heard before. And then yeah, the song ends on this gnarly breakdown, and once again, it leads right into the next song. So before we get to the next song. I want to say I think the standout points for this song are the chorus, how just aggressive and chaotic it is, and how chaotic just, some would say. Oh my god! <laughs> how just like utterly like it's just like there's so much abandon in the lyrics here. You know what I mean? I I really think the lyrics are the standout of this song. So yeah. I'm gonna rate this song a double gas, like knocked it out of the ballpark okay. gas, dude. Because this yeah, this is one of my favorites on this album. I'll give it a 8 out of 10. An 8 out of 10? Yes. It's I'll still high. That. Yep. So next, we're going to get into... My favorite. I to, fucking Jesus Christ, Bailey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got excited. Okay, no, you're good. You actually didn't peek. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, it's closure. my favorite. <laughs> yep. This song, again, I really only got into after listening to a live performance of them for it's some reason. So but this song good. is so fucking good. This song... Um, ah, I can't even look. Ah, yeah. I love the music video for this song too. Have you watched There's it? There's a music video for this. Yeah, song? yeah, yeah. I'll show you too after we're done with this. But yeah, this is one of my favorites. I, uh, it's one of it's. I think it's my favorite to sing off this album. Besides, an, uh one we'll get it's into later so on. It's just so. Yeah, like I can't even like talk. I'm gonna go like. Ah, yeah, I'm gonna go feral. Is, yeah, this song is nuts, man. It was again the first time we kind of really heard Danny jump into. Well, that's not true actually. It's one of the first times that we heard Danny jump into the 80s style vocals the way he starts in the beginning of the song yeah I thought that's another thing I fucking love we're back again you know we're not fucking around yeah oh, okay it's so good it. man it, this is another one of my favorites very interesting songwriting man and like well because at first we're eating the shit up we're, boom, yeah boom, 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 we're going dance, absolutely dance, insane dance, we're dance, dancing we're partying yep. we're doing drugs and now it's cool <laughs> I'm like, yeah and now it's cool yeah that's that's the vibe of the song then, for sure but then it's not cool because honestly, though, in the no, first... it's pretty cool. It's... That's that's the, not like cool. That's not like what I'm saying. That's pretty much the the vibe of this song. I mean, read the lyrics, dude. We're back again, and you know we're not fucking around. Got a, got a bottle, bottle of Jack, Jack in our hands. hands. Gonna keep up. But then he goes, um, we've drank the drinks, we've drawn the drugs. I think then it goes like that, and then it goes like the dun dun dun, dun, dun and then it's the um, chorus. The yeah, the fucking. They say it all breaks down to keeping your feet on the ground. My sole intention is keeping my head in the clouds. They say that I can't last a day in the real world. I say you wouldn't survive one night in mine. That's and not it's... really down though. Yeah, that's like is. that's like kind of the that's where this brazy attitude with Danny kind of started was with shit like this. Because he's sure. not saying it in a sad way. He's saying like you say I couldn't live in your world. I know for a fact you wouldn't be able to live in one night of how crazy my nights are. And then literally, right after that. The notorious and shit I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm infamous, but damn, you can't help but love this shit. Like, that's 
that's where I really kind of started to love asking Alexandria was this like because I wasn't like a sad emo kid like I think I've talked about <laughs> I wasn't like listening to like Mayday Parade and like the sad shit you know what I mean I because was like tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again don't make me change my mind one of those kids you wasted my fucking time just now. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, but yeah, like I, I liked more of this. The like the counterculture, like the not sad, but like I'm, I'm different and I'm proud of it. Yeah. And then, oh my god, what would this be considered? The music, the little. In- <laughs> oh, it's EDM. <laughs> or like dubstep, because that so was something good. that they did in the first album. But I love the way they do it here. Is that there's less of it going on, but it works so much better. It that's, hypes you up so. That's much. something I do want to talk about here. Is the um, the fucking like, how do I say it? Like the fucking. I mean, again, yeah, it's just like the action movie style fucking post-production. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it really does feel like you're sitting and like listening to a movie soundtrack, the post-production going on. It's getting really, it's like really quiet at first and then it's like, dun, 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 yeah. and it starts getting louder. If I remember correctly, I think Danny was the one that wrote all of the EDM stuff. I know he did for certain on Stand Up and Scream and I'm pretty sure he did here. There's clips of him doing like things with oh, a little Danny Warsaw, digital I keyboard. wish he was my dad. Interesting choice. I wish Andy Biersack was my dad. I wish yeah, Spencer Charnas was a lot, dad. Man. But I wish back on Chris Motionless was my dad. God, dude. You know who I wish was my dad like so much? What? <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Maybe I shouldn't say that. You know who Joe Bartolozzi is on TikTok? Yeah. I wish he was like my older brother. Not like better than you, but yeah, like I was if say, I say what the fuck you're I talking to. I wish he was one of our brothers. Brother. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's your what's your favorite part about this song? Closure. I, Take a pick. <laughs> I can't. Um, probably the very end where it's like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. I whatever. like that. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I love the the bridge. I'm everything we need to make this scene. What it should have been. You remember? Okay. Will you let me get the lyrics out without you doing this? Ow. Fuck. Piece of shit. <laughs> So I am a survivor of abuse. Yeah. If <laughs> yeah. only they saw the shit you do to Chandler and I. Now do I need to bring up the knife? Oh my god, that's a fake story that you'd like to tell is a it's real not a fake story. story. Mom confirmed it. No, she didn't. She literally was like, Yes, that did happen. No, when we brought it up didn't. To her. She okay, wasn't even cool. home. I'll do that this Sunday then. Sick. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> He's lying, guys. Anyway, remember platinum albums, sold out stadiums, leave, leave it to me. Back. Bailey for the love of God. <laughs> Let's tell the truth, not to be rude, but we're all irrelevant. This music's dead with a bullet in its head. Let's wake it up. I Whoa. like that a lot. I'm sorry. Wait, I go. I gotta do it real quick. Whoa. Okay. I ripped off that vocal line in one of my first bands. Shut up. I did. Which one? Which seven? Dude, you just peaked so hard. <laughs> How do you know? Oh my God! Look at that. <laughs> okay, but was it? that. Was it 37 or was it, it was in 37. Syria? It was 37. Yeah, it was what like when I first started getting into music. Right, I literally just had the, whoa, it was the end of the song, I think. But uh, yeah, it was a pop punk band though. So oh not yeah, the same sorry. shit. But Are you um, it was a pop punk band? Yes. You were in a pop punk band? 150%. And it wasn't even as good as state champs? Yeah. That's awkward. Facts. Awkward for you. I wanted to be a state champ style pop punk band. When did but you start listening like, to state champs? Too, that's too fucking around that time. That's oh. too fucking mainstream, bro. We're not trying. They were all about not being mainstream. But oh, anyway. Cause, oh, because it's so cool to have nobody listen to you and be off. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly how they felt. But anyway, <laughs> this was around the time where like people were downloading music. So like that line, the, this music's dead with a bullet in its head. Let's wake it up. And there's times where Danny, like if you watch videos from like 2011, 
yeah. where they're performing, who brings this shit up. But like downloading was really a plague at this time, and there was no Spotify. So people were just straight up not getting paid because nobody was buying CDs. So like, yeah, it's like little shit like that I like about this time frame. But I think, yeah, that and then the very first chorus are some of my favorite parts in this song. All of the verses, though, are just unmatched. <laughs> You're playing it out loud. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm yep. It's okay with my good near. But sure. yeah, what do you what do you think though? Oh my god, thirty million out of ten. I yep. I can't I can't I can't I can't. I yeah. have it in every single one of my playlists. Mm -hmm. I can't stop. I think it's literally literally one of my top stream songs every single year. Really? This might actually be the first year that it's not. What do you think? What do you think your Spotify rap's gonna look like this year? Uh, I know my top three artists for I'm certain are going to be asking. My number one. Crown and Sleep Token. I don't think he's gonna be my number one. Oh no. I think he's gonna be Ice Nine Kills or Blackpool Brides. Yeah, that checks out. That's good. You're, no, it's you're, not good. you're growing up. It's anyway, not good. Um, but yeah, I would rate this kind of same as you, just un un unrateable. This song is top tier. It's like and this too is good. for real a song that I am surprised is not bigger than it is. Like, I mean, granted, it's still got 18 million streams, which that is one of the bigger ones on this album. But bro, it needs more than that. People it need needs, to talk about this yeah. fucking song more. Because it is it is a killer song. And it's uh yeah, it's a fucking statement. I, I love this. Anyways. But yeah, so we're moving on to the next one, which is a lesson never learned. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. Really? I love uh, this song so much. It's uh, it's one of those ones that, again, just kind of flies under the radar, I think. Let me look at the streams. Uh, One moment, please. No, I guess not. I mean, 10 million, that's not bad for this album. It's one of the higher up ones. But, like, yeah, this, this song, I feel like, again, dude, the first three songs are just kind of underrated. Like, yeah. nobody talks about these songs, I feel like. I feel like, I mean, I, I don't know what it is about... People who are fans of Asking Alexandria and like Blackwell Brides mm -hmm. and all these bands <laughs> are old. And they yeah. like don't, not old, they're like having children there yeah, in their well, 40s yeah, and I 50s because they it's listen It's like to my age. No, no, they're older than that. And like, well, like, my age and older. It's like, like anywhere from 25 to like, like they just, 30. They listen, oh, they just listen to like the most, I feel like some, some people just listen to the most underground songs mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, so you don't know. The one song they released back in 2015 yeah. that nobody's ever heard of that I only listened well, to Well, I mean, I'll, I'll put my hand up and say that's me. It's I'm not the one that, like, comes out and is like, yo, like, you don't know this. How do you not know this song? But I'm, I'm definitely the dude that's like, give the song a listen. Like, it's worth a listen. This yeah. is a really good song. Like, I've at always been a, a B-side. gatekeep, gaslight, and girl boss. Yeah, fuck that. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I do a little bit, honestly, when... Um, I was at first, and then my mindset kind of changed. But when like people like Youngblood and MGK and like all these people kind of came into the rock world, and it became cool to be an emo kid, I was like, "Where the fuck were you, dickheads, when I was getting my ass beat in high school? Like, what the fuck?" Emos nowadays make my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then I was like, at the end of the day, it, it's still cool that like it's getting more attention. That's yeah, subculture. that's true. You know, <sighs> but um, you know, yeah, this with song... this song, I think this is one of the best choruses on the album. Yeah. It's really, really different and really interesting. This song, I think, is really where the post-production shines clear and through for me for the first time. Yeah. Um, which, it's not that different of a song to the rest of them, but it's just different enough to, like, stand out There's in a unique way. There's such a theme on this album. I always forget. Like, yeah. this song, it's very, like, hard chorus Mm -hmm. And this little instrumental part, yeah. and then chorus, Speaking and then which, go yeah, crazy. This is at the, the first end. time that we get to hear Ben on this I know, album, which is boy. dope. Those are always some of my favorite parts, like on uh, "Not the American Average" on the last album, and there was another one, but I can't remember which song it was on "Stand Up and Scream." But those were two parts that girls like. I remember emo girls were like, "Oh Ben," like oh, just ben they would Bruce. lose their mind on that back in the day. So like, ben first. and I love. I think Ben's got a really interesting voice. So like, hang on one sec. I love 
left the speakers on. Oh. Oh dear. Anyways, yeah, Ben Bruce, he's the top G. I'm about to call. But yeah, no, he is. I uh, very interesting voice. He actually, there's a song on the new album. Which one? Kill it with fire. And is that's, he in it? That's all Ben. Really? Yeah, instrumentals, vocals, that's all Ben. How awkward do you think it was for people who started liking Asking Alexandria because of the black? Yeah. And they were so like, who the fuck is like, this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. There, a couple of my friends were that way. I remember they were like super against Danny because of like the mentality that I said drew me to him in the first place. The oh. like brazy, I'm cool as shit mentality. Well, he's cool they as were shit. Like, like, it's not I don't like fault. that, bro. Like, I don't like that fucking I'm cooler than you attitude. And I was like, whatever, dog. And then like, like well, this came out, cool. the black came out and they were like, oh, this is actually really, really good. And then Danny came back and they were like. He's cool. I got to give it to him. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's pretty up. fucking cool. Yeah, he's a fucking awesome dude, man. I've never met the guy. I mean, I, no, I have met the dude, but he was very nice. God, I hate you so much. Like, the way you, like, say that so nonchalantly, like, he not was, shitting He was your honestly pants. one of the nicest, most, like, appreciative dudes I've ever met. Because, like, I walked up to him, nervous as shit, and I just was like, I love everything you've ever done. And he, like, gave me the most genuine smile and was <laughs> yeah, like, like thank you so much. And, like, gave me a huge hug. Unprompted. Shut up, you got to hug Danny Warsaw. Yeah. Like, literally and I was kill like, yourself. Yo, this is like a dream come true. Like, I really thought he was going to be an asshole. And he like, was one of the nicest you dudes. You don't get it, Red Dead. Yeah, him and Ben were both really nice. I felt Did so bad. Did you meet Ben It was right after Danny left. Well, the only albums they had out were the ones with Danny. Yeah. But, like, I was like, I, I'd made a conscious decision to not have him sign from Death to Destiny because I was like, too fresh of a wound. <laughs> Could you sign these two, please? I'm still pissed about that. You don't have them no more. No, because fucking fuckface sold the car that had and left all my fucking CDs in there. So my signed Asking Alexandria CDs got fucking sold. And the people that bought the car probably didn't give a shit. So yeah, they, they just threw just them threw away. Them fucking away. God, it makes me so mad. If if this ever gets out to Ben Bruce and Danny Warsaw, yeah. I'm going to need some new signed shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking the Dark wish. Void. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we that should we have did them that. Cover with, that yeah, Andy Black and. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> that would be a cute song. We should actually do an Andy Black album. Oh, we should. We should probably do what's that? The one the with, Void. The, with that's it's, called The Void? I think it's called The Void, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay, lame. Maybe it is something. I don't know. I've never really listened to the second one. The one about the comic? Yeah, the Ghost of Ohio. Oh. <laughs> Ghost of but, Ohio. <laughs> um it's a cool concept. I always love concept records. But anyway, back to the song. The chorus is my favorite part and the intro. I love Danny's weird like little section that he has in the Where very he's beginning. Like, ah! Where he's yelling, yeah. Like, I love the unhingedness that he brings to the table. <laughs> like a rap. And then such, like, a, a, a beautiful, destroyed singing voice that he has when he sings in the choruses here. Yeah. You know, like, it's super gritty, but it's also weirdly angelic almost, yes. you know? Like, especially in this song, the way the chorus just goes with all the harmonies in the background. Yeah. You're just like floating yeah. like, it's just it's cool okay. i love this song Ascending. i love the way this song ends too with the fucking hell Fuck! Fuck! And then no. the, so yeah this song gets swept under the radar for not good reason i uh i love seeing there's a video actually of him performing this song and he must have had some primo coke that day because he he this is kind of around the era where he stopped like being super crazy on stage and this, uh, there's one video of him performing this song, and he just goes fucking nuts, and he looks psychotic, like punching himself, like just nuts. Oh my God. I'll have to show you that after this, but yeah, um, I think this is as good a time as any to bring this up. Have you heard about the Seattle incident? Oh no. So, I there's parts of this story that I'm about to tell you. What the fuck is that? Oh my goodness! I almost called nine one one. How did you manage that? I don't did you actually call them? No, I didn't, but it was like about to if I didn't pick my phone up. Oh, God. 
Anyway, uh, so there was a very, very infamous incident. I'll make you watch the video after this. Balls? Have you heard the song "Don't Pray for Me"? In, from from Death to Destiny, the first song, and from Death to I Destiny. I probably have. I just don't. Remember. Well, okay. So Danny showed up to that show and was like blackout drunk on stage, like incoherent, <laughs> punching the crowd, screaming, punching the crowd. Yes, it's a gnarly video. And like Ben had to take over the show and was basically like, like there's the clip that's in Don't Pray For Me is him saying who here will support us and putting my best friend into rehab and getting him better. Like it's like it's this is where it really took a really dark turn for the band. And this is as good a time as any to bring this up. But there's a story. And now I don't know if the story is true, but a friend of mine, a producer friend of mine. Uh, apparently went to the show with his friend and apparently their uh, my producer friend's friend's dad was at the bar with Danny buying him drinks and like apparently that's quote unquote what started that night. I don't know if that's true or not, but I know for a fact that he was drunk as shit. There's a video of him after the concert and they're trying to usher him back into the bus and he's like naked completely naked and he's just saying he wants to sit out and talk with his fans like it's it's kind of it's really sad oh my my dad (laughs) yeah they're like trying to get him back onto the bus it's it's a pretty well-known incident i think they went back and like played a makeup show after that because like at one point they had to kick danny off the stage and they had fans coming up and singing the songs like it was just it's a bad event so how awkward would that be if you like if your favorite member is Danny. Yeah. And they're like, we need you to sing it for him. And you're yep. like, fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some teenager like, no. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of shit around this time, actually. Like, people would dog on Danny for being a bad performer live just because he'd be so, like, he was either fucked up or, like, on a withdrawal come down. Like, mm. there's videos that I'll show you again after this where, like, he's just either doing great or he's not doing good at all. And oh, he looks like Lord. he's doing rough. Oh, God. But, like, I don't know exactly when in the time frame this is, but there's a point in time where he got onto heroin. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, it's nuts, man. There's a lot of crazy drunk. shit that happened around this time. Like the the band was all drinking, don't get me wrong, and partying, doing a bunch yeah. of crazy shit. But are you guys gonna do that? No. Good. God, no. Are you fucking kidding well, me? I'm, I'm not just like a... making sure you guys were gonna be like, oh, well, no. we're famous. Let's do some cocaine. Like we drink, but we don't like go nuts and oh, yeah. drink. Like, <laughs> and we don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't do that shit anymore. You don't. Uh, I was gonna say you don't think anyone else would, but like Carson would probably be like, "No, guys, no." Carson doesn't even drink. <laughs> Jacob would kick our ass. Cameron is definitely not about yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say Cameron would also be like, Lee's "Guys, never, I'm not sure this is the Lee smartest idea." Has never had interest, and in, I've had my interest, and I'm over it. <laughs> well, that's but, good. Don't go yeah. wild. Literally, don't Jacob's first it. role in the band was actually to make sure that none of us ever did any stupid shit like that. He was gonna be a guy that just walked around with us and like if somebody tried like to give us drugs guard? yeah he just beat the shit out of us if we if you ever caught us doing <laughs> drugs it's like a bodyguard but instead of like fighting off other people that want you he's like are you fucking kidding me dude uh-huh. <laughs> takes you to the ground pretty much but anyway so i think this is a good point to bring that up because of from this point on it feels like the album takes a real dark turn so what would you rate a lesson never learned do you have anything else to say about it <laughs> Um, let me think about this. Let me go deep into my mind palace. Um, I don't know. Ben's part. I feel like it has the exact same, like, not vibe. It has this, yeah, it has like the same vibe as the first two songs. Yes and no. Similar vibes. I think in the verses, yes, but in the chorus, I would wholeheartedly disagree Not in the chorus, but like, in like the, like, also the way it's written. Mm -hmm. With like the. Well, that's, that's another thing about this time frame. A lot of these songs are just straight zero chugs. Yeah. So you're not really playing a note in the guitar. You're just chugging stuff. Oh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of different notes and stuff that come in, but like they got a lot of shit for that too. 
What the fuck? Don't... I'm sorry. I had to kiss the mic real fast. <laughs> anyway. Um, you know how many people have used that mic? Ew! You just made me think about it. Yeah, exactly. I'd watch it. Anyway. Um, but that's enough. Now who's being overdramatic? <laughs> anyway. Who's used it? If you don't Lee, have anything else to say, Jacob, then I would say... Carson. Uh, Corey, Hannah. I don't care if Hannah's used it. That's about it. Yeah. They're not really gross people. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, Lee gives me bad vibes. No. Let's Lee's just a, say I He's think a good dude. Anyway, he's, no. He's yuck. I'm not going to let you shit on my buddy. On your buddy? On my buddy. I'm your sister. <laughs> he's a better buddy. <laughs> I genuinely like- I'm just kidding. Okay, wait. I'm going to give you a thing real quick. Okay. Four people on the side of a building. Mm-hmm. It's me. I'm dropping you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Me, Hannah, mm-hmm. Lee- and Jacob, you I'm gonna can... push all four of you off and jump over myself because I couldn't live with myself <laughs> making any one of that. Three people. Anyway, moving uh, on. You can save. How about this? You can save two people. No, I would just push everybody off and jump. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You dickhead. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want any of you to die. <laughs> okay, then you die. Kill yourself, bitch. Yeah. Okay. And why the fuck can't y'all pull yourselves up? Because <laughs> we're fat. Put in some work. Because <laughs> we actually during this time. So if this was real, we'd all had just gained about a few hundred pounds. <laughs> Can you imagine Hannah? Then like life 400? has got to be helpful. Yeah. Or hurtful. Sorry. So like I'm doing y'all a favor at that point. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know the right answer here. I don't want to do it. <laughs> anyway. If you had to go to a deserted island and you had to bring one Asking Alexandria member with you, it doesn't matter if they're still in the band or not. Who are you taking? And you like you got. I have think... to say Danny because he's the only one without kids at home, so I would feel bad taking anybody else. Well, like it wouldn't. It, well, you have to think about more of like the situation of like who do you think can like Danny's make a it. fire, Danny's build a house. It. Danny's got it. I don't think he. Well, I think he does. I don't know. I said that like I'm like oh I've actually been to an island with him and yeah. he is not he, smart. He really let me down. <laughs> Had to no, swim but, back. Uh, back to topic. God, we are an hour in and we are not even halfway through this album yet. I <laughs> I want to rate this song another nine out of ten. Ten out of ten hit for me. Stop kissing the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving on to the next song, which is to the stage. Oh, okay. Good. I thought you it was know deadly. this one, right? I know this song. Okay, yes. good. Yeah, this is another one of my just absolute favorites. Um, can't even deny it. This is like. This was one of the first songs. This is song is so. I don't even. <laughs> what what what? I'm trying to think of like, it's so, you coded. How do you mean? How do you mean? What are you like from the 40s? How do you mean? Uh, I'm like, I don't know. It just really is. Like I can't describe it. Maybe it's like the vocals, the song. It's just so you coded. Really? I mean, that's a compliment because this <laughs> really? is a good fucking song. <laughs> like but like, I do like the song a lot. This was one of my favorites. It's this is again just a super dark song. It's like in the in the I would say in the Dear Insanity route, the song yeah. is just sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. it's good. I love the verses. This seems like the most popular one on the album, is it not? We'll see. Or like, I think it's like this and somebody somewhere the most popular ones. Oh wow, yeah, it is. That's fucking nuts. Really? Yeah, somebody, someone somewhere is less popular than to the stage. I feel like someone somewhere though is so How like. How the fuck is that possible? That's crazy. That's nuts. Pretty wild. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, bro, about just certain songs being so weirdly like, for this album at least, underrated. Because this was a fucking great album. It to really the stage is. is an awesome song. Um, to get back to it, there's parts of this song that I really do love, like the "Ladies and Gentlemen, Place Your Fucking Bets." Oh yeah, the and whatever the fucking. Wait, what is it? Oh, she's down. Uh, sh- I think it's supposed to be 
she's down, not she's drowned. Like oh, the she's have. drowned. How very spectacular. What a work of art I've spawned. Man, am I proud of myself on this one. And she's then I love a... the chorus on this. <laughs> Sorry, I get too happy when I talk about things I like. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good chorus. Um, and then the fucking... This is the video, by the way, where Danny dies in the end, quote unquote, and Ben's like, Danny! Oh, with the, um, the, the I should have just like before I should have told you again, I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, this God. is that video. Daddy! But yeah, I do love this one. Um, There's a really funny clip, actually. Uh, Andy Rissack and Danny used to do interviews together. Yeah. With Brian Stars. And oh, they were God. talking about their favorite songs of each other's bands. Yeah. And, uh. Who'd they say? Uh, Danny's like, probably Savior, because it was Set the World on Fire was the only uh, album at the so time. So, this is I hate you savior. so much. Anyway, and. Andy just struggled for like 10 minutes and he goes, I love them all so much. Oh I couldn't possibly pick one by name. And then he goes, no, I have one. I just really can't remember the name. And they were like, oh, sure. And he's sitting there and he's like, it's the da, da, da. And then like five minutes later, the interview's going on and Danny's the only one talking to the interviewer and Andy's just like sitting there like thinking real hard. And then he goes to the stage and just <laughs> drops that out real fast. So apparently this is his favorite song. Uh, but yeah, I love this song a lot. The um, Dark Void. Oh my God. Enough of that. <laughs> What's your favorite part to this song? I don't know. I feel like, oh God, now I'm like thinking about the YouTube video. This is what a podcast is, bro. You gotta talk. <laughs> I'm thinking of the YouTube video. Yeah. I, I like the lyrics. Very, um, very U-coded. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I've never written a song like this lyrically. You haven't. No, not like you coded, like your band coded. You just, I mean, you coded. I know, but it's not something that I would ever write. No, that's. Oh my God. Do you not understand what that means? No, I don't. Okay, Sleep Token is Hannah coded. Do you get that? Do you understand that when I say that? Sort of. It's and just then like, do you understand when I say Shane Gillis is Chandler coded? Yeah. That makes okay, sense, okay, right? Okay, okay, It's like this it's something that they coded. would be into. Not you would be into, but it's something that's so you. How do you not get this? Because I'm 25 years old and okay, I'm no like, longer okay, in high school. Like Twilight, so mom coded. That's me coded, bitch. I love Twilight. You. I love all those movies so much. I like that. Genuinely makes me sick. Speaking of which, I don't gag. know why the first Twilight movie. Obviously, it's been ripped to shreds. I not that great of acting, but the color palette in that movie and how everybody looks. Hey, shut up. Shut up. You know what you should do? You should anyway. do a podcast about the Twilight, the first movie, the soundtrack. That would with be mom. a good one, the Twilight soundtrack with yeah. mom. That'd be a fucking good one. Because then it's like not specific band to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. this song and just be like, that's whole actually a really good idea. I might yeah. actually have to talk her into doing that with me sometime. But uh, to get back to what I was talking about with the color palette of that movie yeah. and the way everybody looks, it's so like my emo scene coded. <laughs> Really? You know what I mean? It really is. Like it's like I think it, that movie. I all I can think about when I think of that movie is when Bella walks into the classroom, the science classroom, and Edward's like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh I love that. God, I think so in the weird. like the vampire suck movie, it's like the scary movie version of oh, yeah, Twilight. He, like, he's he like, straight up vomits. Yeah, I think. and then like, he's like, yeah, but he's like taking shit out of his backpack. He's like throwing bowling balls and yeah, babies. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and I think he's like a fish at one point. Yeah, like just, yeah. those movies are so ridiculous. But back to back to, to the stage. What is your favorite part of this song? I I. Hi. You I knew think I like. Were... I know, I know, I know. But then I was like, "Let's do Big Time Rush," and you were like, nah, nah, nah. "No, we're doing do this it. one." And now I have to do this. I'm like, "No, nah, I didn't." Um, probably I like. Okay, I like the ending, like the just like before. I should have told you. I think that's probably my favorite part. But that's just because the beginning. I don't feel like I like any of the parts that like any of this. Really? I I like it. Like, of course, I'll sing it along. I think it's just like the fact of like I'm like, hey, whatever. Like, I don't really care that much about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels so, like, 
rock star to me. It isn't one of my favorites. It just feels so rock star to me that I'm like, okay, like, okay, whatever. I get it. I don't like, really. That's weird because this song isn't that way. I, that's it's, how it's a story about a relationship crumbling I and know, you I creating. No, 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 no. It is, but that's not rock star coded. It is rock star coded. Is like pills, coke. No, rock star coded is like I fucking hate my wife. Let me beer. You know what I mean? That's not rock star coded at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? I wouldn't consider this rock star coded. So I agree with you there. <gasps> What? iPhone initiated emergency SOS at 4.04 p.m. because the side and volume buttons are pressed and held. Is that what any you... cops are going to show up? I hope not. That'd be really awkward. Yeah, it would. Let me see that. Uh, I just clicked on the notification. What's it popped up? It just popped up like settings for it, but I, I hope the cops don't show up. Yeah. You're with me, so like you're but, fine. Like, yeah, but like scary. Yeah, that'd be real. Knowing the cops nowadays, they're not gonna show up. They'll be like, eh, whatever. Whatever. And, and also, I don't on. think I don't think that's a feature. I think I've ever heard of before. The SOS. I think like I know it's an there's an SOS. There's a way to do that. That actually but... might make a lot of sense. I remember having an iPhone back in the day. This is super off topic, but having one back in the day, and like Josh would call me. Because they'd be like, you just called the cops. And I'd be like, no, I fucking didn't. What are you talking about? And he'd be like, is everything fine? I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, he might text me. Awkward. Yeah. But anyway. Um, well, because like, I feel like, I think whenever I think, because if you take a screenshot too many times in a row, mm-hmm. it sends an emergency notification, which I feel like is weird. Because whenever it's a joke, that if like, if you're texting someone on Snapchat, you know how it says like, someone took a screenshot of yeah, your chat. Yeah, yeah. The joke is if someone says something like really fucking weird, you just take like 30 screenshots at once. And then it says like, do you want to call the police? Yeah, and something like, going on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, just, they're just assuming if somebody's jamming all these buttons that they're like in serious situation. Also, yeah. though, if my captor is letting me be so close to my phone for so long, then he's doing a bad job. Yeah, no kidding. Anyways, yeah, this song, I don't know. I like to get it. I understand the lyrics and all. I just think maybe I don't really it know. isn't one of my favorites. I, I won't say I that it is. I just think it's super like forgettable for me like i'm like okay next you know i what wouldn't I mean? quite say forgettable i think there's a song on this album that's way more forgettable than this one is which one we'll get to it okay. but um it's not this one this one <laughs> i think scared. is just overplayed open for up. me I'm scared. Yeah, well it'll they're not gonna fucking open up we'll just run out there and let them know hey sorry it just accidentally got activated and we'll be fine but i think i love the video just because i love this song because of the video i think just because i love that story <laughs> that they told in that video like i love the like it's terrible. It's a terrible situation that I would never hope to be in. But like him ODing and then them sticking him in, am- in an ambulance, giving him the adrenaline shot, and then they rush to play the show. Like that's that's rock star coded. That to is rock star. You know what I mean? Like that's really like Nikki Six. Yeah, like, coming back from the dead. Like that's nuts. But like, um, yeah. So this song, I will say, it's not one of my favorites. I'll agree with you there. There are parts of it that I really love, but it's not one that I'm like every time it comes on, I'm like okay. You know? Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll let it play, but I'm not like being like, yeah, I'm not like pumping it to this song. But yeah, I'd probably I would, give it like a good like six point five. Out of I 10. would give it. It's not that bad. I would give it like an eight. Okay, well, you know, you're nicer than I am. I don't know about nicer because it's not a bad song. Well, then again, Brendan, you don't review these albums very meanly. That's not Although true. I haven't watched what podcast didn't I watch? Probably the one, the one with, with you and Corey. Was it? Was it Corey? Mm-hmm. No. Was it Cameron? Cameron was homesick by a day to remember. Corey was a deathcore album. You might be thinking Carson. The I'm, not, Why don't I'm we? thinking Corey. Didn't you? Did you not like any song? On that? I didn't listen. There was to Corey. one song that I didn't like as much. Did you say that? Uh, yeah. 
How would you been, give it? I, I think I rated it like a five out of ten because okay. there were parts that were good, but there were parts that just like they they introduced this specific type of thing into that song. I can't oh. remember exactly what it is, but it didn't work there. And then they did it in another song and it worked way better. And I was like, see, this is what I would have wanted that part to be. Put yeah. this one first in the lineup. <laughs> it's the better song. But and then with Carson, we just ripped apart yeah, I know. one song for like 10 minutes. But um, I mean, sue me, man. These are metalcore classics like. <laughs> a lot of these albums are fucking just front to back amazing. I can't believe you did a Why Don't We album. Like, that, like, is such my childhood coded. I honestly coded. really liked a lot of it. Like, <laughs> like that was such my childhood coded that when I heard you do that, I was like, oh my, like, what You the were just fuck? mad that I didn't do it with you at that point. No, I don't like it's Why a joke. Don't We. I don't listen to them. But, it's just okay. that, like, they used to Let's, make songs with Logan Paul. You rated this one, right? Yeah. A five and an eight. And then next, dedication. Yeah, yeah, dedication. So, I, okay, the song isn't a, it's not a song, really, more spoken word. It's a spoken word piece by the original singer of the first incarnation of the band. It's not It's not Ben. Doesn't he do, like, covers of the Asking Alexander songs now? I feel like I've seen him before know. doing covers. I mean, that's how Dennis got in the band. Really? He did, yeah. He did a bunch of covers of Asking Alexandria back in the day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, but uh, I mean, th- I don't really know much about this guy other than he was the first singer in the Dubai era of the band. He kind of just, I, maybe it's because I think all, <laughs> maybe it's because I think all British people sound a little similar, but he just sounds like a really young Danny or Ben. He literally, I didn't know that until recently yeah. that it wasn't one of them because they know, really so do. I mean, me. like, and this is before Danny tore a vocal cord, so his voice is still very clear when he's singing lower or talking. Yeah. So it's like they all kind of do sound the same. I think the only one at this time who didn't sound all that similar was James. Because James just says that, hi, I'm James, I play drums. Like, it's just very deep. Eric's in the corner. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I just remembered something from my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was from Death to Destiny era, Danny. I don't think I've ever heard you say something more. Like, ever, like, repeat. Like, I need to say this right now. Yeah. I don't know why it got stuck in my head the way that it did, but it was there. And every time you said it, you would yell it, and you would say it just like him, and then I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so dedication is an... It's a cool track. I uh, we'll never really find those perfect words. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. I think it was cool of them to do that to bring in the original singer to do this one song with them. Um, but this it's is very um, uplifting. Divine coded. I kind of it yeah. It's kind of like from the voice of the wild ones. It's so like uplifting. Yeah, it really it's is. Like they'll. What does he say at the end that's like so cute? Uh, we all lose someone at some oh, point yeah, in our one. lives, but don't ever let go of that smile. Hold on forever because that's our final dedication. And then it's like, aw, yeah. like, on It is so nice. Cute. It's a really, it's a nice change of pace. This is the first like real ballad we've heard from Asking Alexandria. So to have that nice little switch in there was cool. What's and the it's, song before this to the stage? Yeah, it was to the so stage, like, dedication, and then someone somewhere. Which, I mean, bands were doing that a lot back in the day. They'd put the heaviest song on the album, which up to this point, to the stage, is definitely the heaviest one, right up next to the easiest, or like the, the most rock song on the album. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's just so cute. Like it's, it's, it's nice. It's a really nice song. Like I like the message that yeah. it's thrown out there. You know? We'll never really find those perfect words. What does he say? I'm, I'm like, uh, we ne- I'll, I'll read it out. We you never say it really... in the accent. No, I'm not saying it in an accent. Then let me say it in the accent. Nope, nope, nope. We never really find those perfect perfect words. words. Something more than just goodbye. It's hard to remember the good times when there's just so much heartache. But they deserve more than that. They deserve more than just one single moment of sadness. So just remember that when there's enough love in our hearts, it burns like a fucking supernova. 
then there sure as hell's enough love in our heart to spark, or in my heart, the lyrics on this are wrong as fuck, to spark that famous smile. We all lose someone at some point in our lives, but don't ever let go of that smile. Hold on forever because that's our final dedication. So cute. Literally. And then it blends right into the next song, which I, I'm going to rate these two together because they go yeah. together. Even though I'm on my, uh, this song. It's a good song. Good song. I remember crying on a bus listening to this song. <laughs> Why? Because like it was around the time the shit was really ter- like terrible at home, you know? You're you're laughing at me, but like it was when like I just I'm laughing because when I last year, whatever, going through this like phase where I loved this song, all Chandler could do was make fun of me because he was like, Remember I think about this song, I think about that military video. Oh yeah, they did do the military version. Where they like <laughs> Yep. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, but it's such a good Oh, like it I love is. it so much. It's a really, really good one. But yeah, I uh, I love. There's there's really not one part of this song that I don't love. I will say I like this version better than the acoustic version because of one reason that they cut out of the acoustic version, which bums me out. Is it the end where it's like we know you know it's just rock and roll? Yeah, I love that. part. I love that part of the song because I loved that friendship between Danny and Ben. The yeah, so it's um. You know it's just rock and roll, but I know you're by my side through it all. My terror twin and I, let's take over the world. Like, I Whoa. love that. It's like it captures that, like, fiery youth. Of, like, best, like, friendship, yeah. dude. Like, straight up bonding. <clears throat> oh, it's so cute. And I do love that a lot. Um, you, you and Lee Coded. Danny Warsop and Ben Bruce are you and Lee Coded. Funny, that's who we wanted to be so bad. Yeah, I bet. Was Especially because Ben Bruce almost looks like a ginger, and so does Lee. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, like, what parts of this song just really... Uh, probably the end, the like, you know, it's just rock and roll. And yeah. then what in the verses where it's like, I'm okay, don't worry, I wish I'd been a better kid. Yeah. You know, that is one part about the acoustic version I liked better. Or not better, but I like, it was a nice little touch. They changed yeah. that line. What? The, uh, instead of, I wish I'd been a better kid, it said, I'm trying, uh, I'm okay, don't worry, I'm trying to be a better man. Yeah. I love that switch. It's just an emotional switch. I love that a lot. But, um. Yeah, I just like I makes me feel that second verse really gets me. Yeah. Um. This song basically, Danny wrote. This is another cool little story. Oh, Not God. really, but he was in a, a drug blackout. Came in, recorded this song, forgot that he recorded it, and then came in the next day and they were like, "All right, we're editing the vocals for this song." And he goes, "What song?" And then they play it, and he just had no recollection of it. Nuts, right? That is pretty insane. I wish Danny Warsnop was my dad. You said that already. Oh, I just like we really need to get into the, like the logistics of that. Oh my god! Wouldn't it be cool though if I was like, "Hey, coming over with my dad," and it was just Danny Warsnop, mm-hmm. and you were like, Wouldn't "Hey, dad." Yeah. <laughs> with his but, beard, um, you know, I he think... actually—he honestly kind of looks like he always has like this kind of face, like The Rock yeah. kind of going. He always looks—he's like, like, but with both angles. <laughs> oh you know, That's... I don't know why, but Tom Hardy in certain roles reminds me of Danny Warsnop. It's an interesting, like his role in Peaky Blinders. I don't know comparison. why, but it just reminds me of Danny. You know what reminds me of Danny? Hmm. The my uh, uh, my dad. I want him to be my dad. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, is this is such right a home? yeah. She is. This is a very interesting <gasps> no way. ballad too. I love. It's like very different than very any asking. other song we've heard so far. Yeah, but also still very asking with the oh, chugs. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then like, but and it's like it's end, almost the like the end again where it's a fucking instrumental, where it's the guitar solo, and then the that's fucking, the first guitar solo that they ever did. And then it's the fucking sadder little bri- bridge and then chorus again you're like oh oh oh, yeah. oh. still very like they yeah. have like a set thing they were doing but 
Anyways. Yeah, this song's really good. The chorus is slapped. The verses are really good, really emotional. Oh, yeah. The bridges, too. It Makes just... you feel like even if you weren't that bad of a kid, you were like, fine. You're just like, maybe. maybe I wish I'd been a better kid. kid. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would. This one is another one that what? What's going on? My phone's at 1%. Oh, uh, we'll charge it in a minute. Um, But, yeah, I, I do love this a lot. This is. I think this is my, in my top five of this album. Yeah. I really love the instrumental. I love getting to hear Not this. to be mainstream and yeah. like the popular it's songs. A good song. It's a good song for, it's a, it's a popular song for a reason. Yeah. That's something else that I've kind of curbed within myself. I used to hate the singles. Now I'm like all about them. Well, because like, duh, they're famous yeah. for a reason. I hate when people too are like that with like big artists. But I artists. think bands are also getting better at writing albums full of good songs. So it's like, it's getting harder to pick songs that are singles because everybody's yeah. focusing on the single game right now. Ooh. You know, so but um, yeah, man, I'm trying to think of more to say here. The instrumental is really interesting. It's literally like if Motley Crue or if Asking Alexandria wrote a Motley Crue song, but yeah. it was still them. You know what I mean? We and could I like ask that AI to do that. Could. It's wild, right? Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's this song slaps, man. It's, I mean, it's sad. It's hyping. I in love a way. all the harmonies it's... on the song and the end. When they're doing that last chorus, the very, very last chorus, and you have the uh, the harmonies, the, Whoa, oh, yeah, 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 just coming up and down. And then that last note that he gives, and the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I love that. I, it's Yeah, this is a great song front to back. This is one of the best songs I think that they had written up to this point. 150%. Real. Real. But yeah, Real. so I would rate this. 20 out of 10. Triple fucking gas. Okay. I hate that he gave you that because now that's all you're going to use. Like, I mean, Brennan we've does been this saying thing that for a while. When Bren Brennan does this thing, if somebody says something funny that he really, really likes. We all do it. He's accommodating that into his day-to-day -day work. Literally all of my I'm friends do I'm pretty original. That. I'm just kidding. Jake has done that with our group like six times. Like back when we were smoking weed a lot, it was uh, two. It was I'm cooked, which just got us to laugh because we'd never heard anybody say cooked. And then uh, we'd be like, yo, like looking for something. We'd be like, yo, like where's the lighter? Like we lost the lighter. Did you take it? And Jacob would just slowly turn to look at us and go, not I, says the bear. And just, <laughs> it was just funny. It's stupid, funny shit like that. But we have we had a lot of sayings like that in our friendship. <laughs> That's so... But uh, yeah, so... So Jacob coded, This that song is. is killer. And yeah, I'm, I, we've rated it. I don't think there's yeah. anything. Do you have anything more to say? No. Yep. Nope. So next, next is Breathless. Breathless. So yeah, breathless. Um, breathless. I love this song a lot. This is probably my second favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah, uh, this is one I used to practice all Get the fucking the time. Flip away from me. The fuck? Oh, it's gone out of my headphones. So I was like, <laughs> "What's happening?" Uh, but yeah, this one is my favorite. I think the chorus is one of the best on the albums again. Yeah, very. It's so like. There are two different versions of the song that I hear. What do you mean? I've tried to explain this to other people and they never get it. I'm hoping that somebody listening to this, if they're an asking fan, gets what I'm talking about. So the opening beat, the da da dum bum 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 ba ba dum ba ba dum depending on what version you're listening to, which is that's what I thought. Honestly, you could listen to the same version. Yeah. And there's I swear to god, there's two different ones. There's the beat that goes da da dum bum 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 ba ba dum ba ba dum. Then there's da da dum 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 ba da dum ba da dum. I hear two different ones. Listen to it and tell me if you ever hear two different beats at the opening because it really confuses me. I don't know how the fuck I'm hearing this different. I don't know if there's some sort of weird <laughs> trick that they did. Mandela effect? It's not effect. even a Mandela effect. This happens to this day. Like I'll hear it. I'll hear one and I'll be like, cool, that's the one. And then I'll listen to another one and it'll be the complete other one. Same album. 
on Spotify, and it's just, I don't know why, but it really fucks with me every single time. Because it's like, these are two very different patterns that I'm hearing. I think you're wild. I think you might be insane. I'll, I'll try to prove it you. I think you might be crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, so I really like the intro to this. The, the, the whole fucking song I love, but yeah. I love the... Uh, the verses. This is one of the. This is honestly one of the first songs besides like uh, someone somewhere that kind of falls into a pretty normal songwriting structure. Yeah. Because like you've got Dear Insanity where it's like full first verse, pre-chorus, then chorus, weird little verse, chorus, and then the song shifts tempos, song ends, no more chorus, uh, closure, verse, chorus, verse, bridge, ending. Yeah. And then, like this one, it's have, like, like intro break, uh, intro verse, pre-chorus, co- uh, chorus, verse two, and so on and so forth to the end of the this song. This one's more traditional, and it's good. I like it a lot. Like I said, this is one of my fucking favorites. Um, lyrically, I think this is a better version of what uh, to the stage was doing lyrically. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of similar. It's so cute. I think Danny Lorsam is such the, my, uh, my baba. I love this weird kind of like it's again, it's kind of taking on, but a, from a more literal standpoint, it's taking on the same kind of to the stage but dear insanity vibe of like things being kind of, you know, not happy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. like the lyrics are I know that I have done wrong and continue to do so but without remorse. I know that I am on the fast track to the grave and I'm headed there alone. I struggle to find myself this time. Save yourself for a man with a conscience. I fight to find myself this time. Save yourself for a man that isn't me. That's so cute. Yeah. And That's then the so chorus, you-coded. The chorus lyrically and just melodically is absolutely one of my favorites. I spend my days looking through pages trying to find a way to get away from me with love to give that leaves you breathless. Now all I need to find is a way back inside my mind. It's like he's it, like I love how like open and honest the lyrics are here where compared to stand up and scream where he literally just took little pieces that he had written and made <laughs> songs with them like this is obviously very honest and very open and yeah. i love the vibe of this album specifically because of songs like i don't know this vibe this kind of whole any rock album yeah. that you specifically listen to doesn't matter if it was like rock rap hollywood mm-hmm. undead rock metal screamo it just has this vibe to me of like 20 like have you seen that one tiktok audio where it's like people like defending the weird shit they used to do and they're like this was coachella 2016 this was just the vibe at the time Yikes. that's how i like every every feel like i feel like every asking alexandria i'm like stand up and scream like some relentless um from death to destiny i'll have this vibe to me of like i just wish i was conscious during this time yeah, like yeah, i yeah. just wish it so bad i do and i don't stand up and scream i'm kind of glad i missed i'm not gonna lie because that was the real like sad boy yeah. Sad girl emo shit that I just was not a part of. Reckless you or relentless. Of. I wish I was a part of it just because it looks like it would have been a lot of fun to go to one of the shows around this time and so on and so forth. But I know I agree with you. Yeah. Like it, like I've said, I think I talked about this in the podcast I did with Cameron, but I I work musically basically entirely in nostalgia, which is weird. The band actually took some time to sit down and rewrite everything from the albums that we we scrapped the album that we were writing and we redid everything basically Which we rewrote so everything lame. to be kind of this newer era of metalcore cuz it's really the first time musically that we're at least for me that I'm like actually excited for new I'm not like looking back for shit like from yeah. like this era I'm looking at the new shit and I'm like this is all really fucking cool I like this new era of like 
it's getting called octane core as like kind of a slander term but i dig it i think it's cool i love the like the the bridge of is it the metal like, core and like radio rock is that like like the kind of core like of the like, void by spirit box or like like all Bad of Omens? asking's new album Bad Omens not really i would or say like more like token at all no what i would say considered? more like 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 new spirit box stuff um memphis mayfire's newest oh, album yeah. this uh the new asking album like uh miracles by a day to remember like it's this new like it's pretty formulaic. It just sounds like grown up emo, not like grown up emo, but like grown I get what up, you mean. Yes, like, and that's why I like I mean. it a lot. <laughs> like these ki- people were kids, just like you know, all the emo kids were, and then they're like maturing. But it's like emo they're sticking kids, to their roots, though. Some yeah, emo like, kids don't want to like be like, well, they're like, well, I like Ratchet and Divine, but like my rides, yeah. <laughs> like like you. <laughs> yeah, but I like their new music. I'm not no, a loser. That's actually a good example too. <laughs> Songs like Fields of Bone or Octane Core. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like that new era, and I like, I really do enjoy that a lot. But back on topic, I don't know how we even, how did we get there? What were we talking about to get to that topic? You're talking about. Oh, how like uh, you wish you were alive during this era. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I wish, not alive. Conscious I was alive, but I wish, you know damn well, like you don't remember things that happened like before you were six. No. Like you weren't conscious. Yeah. No, not at all. I know what you mean. Yeah, I like I uh, but yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. With this song in particular, this is another one that I got to this whole album. Really, I got to late. But this one in specific, I got to really late. Like by the time I really started getting into this, Danny was performing this song the way that he performed songs around like 2013, 2014. So it was like still metalcore, but also super like 80s rocky, oh, gosh. which I love. So I like so that's cute. really that's what got me. So what? like I feel like if he they like are so Molly Crewcore. Mm-hmm. Like and so is like, what the fuck? Okay, real quick, we're just gonna well, take a quick detour. What the fuck was Andy Six? <laughs> it was a. Uh, I mean, you listen to the book. Yeah, but like, why was everyone so Molly Crewcore back then? Uh, because they were the. I think the labels were trying to push this new era of like super badass. Like, oh yeah. I mean, he talks about that too. That like the sleazy '80s Hollywood era was kind of more pushed on them than it was anything that they wanted to do themselves yeah you know with like set the world on fire but it was just the time frame man it was like it was what was getting kids into the music was like this this bad boy kind of image you know <laughs> oh yeah like that one of us had a big time rush where like you guys need to pick a bad boy yep, kicking literally one of you exactly out. <laughs> exactly <laughs> who's the bad boy of your guys's group cameron <laughs> no i'm really trying to think i don't think any of us really lee I know it, Lee. No. He has the most, like, opportunity to be a bad boy. Like, if he had to commit a crime, like, if, if any, if somebody was like, one of you needs to commit a crime and not get caught. No, no, Lee. Bro, you know how much shit I used to steal? Yeah, no, but I'm talking real crime because Lee, first of all, doesn't look like the kind of guy to do a crime. Yeah. To do, I don't know any of this one joker is like, she just said she's going to do a terrorism. I'm not sure what the fuck that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No kidding. But, but fucking, like, Lee, pale, white. Yeah. Ginger, strawberry blonde. Yeah. Like, blue eyes, talks kind of like a pussy. Not like, oh my god, not like that. I know, I didn't even know, like, in a He talks, like, timidly, kind of like... Who? Lee. No, he doesn't. Not timidly, but he's always like, what's up? Hello, duh. He got to he, like, slurs his words. It's weird. He talks weird. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't yes, talk he does. like that, dog. You haven't spent enough time around him because he is not like that. He's like one of the loudest people at the table. Him and Carson. Yeah, but both. he would if if he had to talk to a police officer, if the police officer like, did you see what happened here? You'd be like, he would be the most convincing. I do not believe that. You wouldn't. You yes, look I like would. a criminal. 
I do not look like you have a, a criminal. Beard a. And, a- and B, I was always the one that did talk to fucking cops. We're actually caught and talk to parents. pretty innocent. No, fuck you, dude. No, literally, I was the one that was always helping people get away with shit because not only did like, 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 for example, all of my friends' parents loved me. They like they would love the shit out of me because I would genuinely sit there and talk to them. So I was the trustworthy face. So like if somebody was doing something wrong and they're like, were they doing this? I'd be like, no, what are you talking? Like they would never do something like that. Like I would be oh, the most so convincing. So you were the opposite of a narc. Yeah. I watched this TikTok the other day where it was like this guy, like we were on the military base and these guys were drinking during finals week. Yeah, I did and see that. And I told yep. on them. Like, yep. okay, you fucking pussy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He got in trouble for that, didn't he too? No. Or, oh. <laughs> he was, he was, was like, loud. he was like, I'll give you guys two options. I can go tell on you, or you can go throw it away and tell on yourself. Yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you loser. We got to get back to the song, dude. We are almost two hours in. Rathas. Ten out of ten. IGN would listen to it again. Back to what I was saying. Right, um, I rated it. My favorite parts of this song are the chorus, the um, the second verse, and then the build up to the breakdown. That this is not the end. Yeah. This is the end. No, this is not the end. Stops and then, whoa! I just I love that <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the outro to the song is really good too. I love the lyrics there. The um, every mistake I've made leaves a scar that burns every day. Yet still I carry on without regret, without remorse. I'm gone. You're better off to walk away. I am corruption. I am sin. And then just repeated twice. Forget my name. Forget my face. Forget my name. Forget my face. I just like that. It's it's really leading into this back half of the album, which is just like dark. Yeah. It is the darkest part of the album. Yeah. Specifically, moving on to what ends up <laughs> being... Uh, actually, this song kind of is a throwaway for me. What song is I it? I would rate... Uh, real quick. I rate Breathless, Don't Guess, 10 out of 10. IGN. Would listen What's, to again. A what? IGN would listen to again. What, what is it's IGN? It's something white people used to say back, like white YouTubers used to say. I don't know what it means. Like it's something like people on like. You probably shouldn't just say shit if you don't know what it means. <laughs> like try guys, people used to say. Anyway, um, IGN probably means like I grow now narcotics. Yeah, that's it. In my yep. backyard. This song is a throwaway song yeah. for me though. The match. Wait. Oh really? Yeah. I feel like this song always comes for some reason. This album in specific, whenever I'm shuffling my like songs, and I have like like songs from every single Asking Alexandria album, mm-hmm. somehow this this t- song gets like thrown at me so freaking much. That's me right now. But every time I finish listening to an album, a playlist, it just plays the song "Dogma" by Crown the Empire just over and over. <laughs> uh, didn't you have a? S- hmm. Weren't you going to write a song named Dogma? Yeah, and then they came out with that album, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> Can't do that now. Yeah. Did you get rid of that song? Yeah. Or no, that one's actually staying. Oh. That one's called Rise Now. Oh. Rise. Yeah, you remember that one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to rewrite the, the some of the vocals on that. But anyway, back to the topic. God, yeah, this song to really just lovely and feels great? like, I feel like I could do better, so shut up. But anyway, uh, this song just feels like a, um, just Why a does fucking. Why say you don't have any talking? Because you're looking at. When you were talking, see right there, boom, there we go. Uh, beep, 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 beep. I'm gonna send that up a little bit. Yeah, check, 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 yeah. Check. All right, well, you, you all had to hear me check just check. now, but whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, basically, check. shut up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this song really just does feel like a filler track. Ah, uh, tell mean, me I'm wrong. It okay, you can't. It's there are cool parts, yeah, 
I love, I do love the instrumental, and there are sections of the verses that I like, like the beginning, gather around my friends, I need a match and only one match. But like the lyrics even are so repetitive. I need a match and only one match. I need a match. Um, But they're like, the chorus I like a lot, I will give it that. I'll make my own mistakes even though I never learn. I'm running from myself if only you could see behind my eyes. I like that part, but then like, you got the next verse. Run, get up, get up, get on your fucking feet. Get up, get up, get on your fucking feet. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. You know what? Asking Alexandria yeah. could have written the Declaration of Independence, but those, the, those people could not have written the match. <laughs> yeah. Facts. But uh, look, there there's a lot of parts that I like. I like the um the third verse. Or breakdown, really good. What is it? Wait, Follow me now. Oh. I could use some company. Bring your friends and we'll burn the city to the ground. And then the burn their temples. And then the outro to the song, I think is the best part of the whole song. The fires fill the skies as the smoke fill my lungs. Fills my lungs. What a beautiful notion. A single action brings the city to motion. And then the you all deserve to die. I do like the way this song ends. I just wanted a little more from this song, I think. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Especially compared to the ones that are next. It is very like, hey, whatever. I'm just getting it. I'm just here. I'm pretty sure it's, damn, that's a four minute song. The match? Yes. Jesus, too long. Too long. Too Too long for a song that's mostly the same lyrics. The match. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this one for me, I'll let you talk about how you feel about it in just a sec. I'm going to rate it 5 out of 10. Mid. Go ahead. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. Brendan. Um, Okay. I do think it is very, like, whatever, kind of. Like, I feel like this song... If you do listen to it, it's only because you're listening to it to get to the next songs. Uh-huh. Like you're never gonna choose to be like, what? What Asking Alexandria song do you want to put on right now? And you're like, yeah, the match. Like yeah. no one's ever gonna say that. Facts. How many streams does this song have? Probably like four million. I think I saw. Four million only. Yep. What do you expect? I mean, I the last know. half of this album does not have a bunch of streams. Yeah, the match has four million, <laughs> which okay. blows me the fuck out because the the latter half of this album has the, the least amount of streams. Is the best, in my opinion, some of the best songs Wait. on the album. Uh, yeah, it is very forgettable. The match, I agree. I honestly, dude, I I can say honestly, I just learned the lyrics to this song like a year ago. Really? That's how, and I've been listening to this album religiously since like 2016. That's how little I paid attention to this the song. Match. Maybe one day it'll like click, and I'll be like, you know what? Good song. Or, but not today. Not today. It's pretty mid for me. You know, this song is very you in 2019 coded. That might be why I hate it, because that was a terrible year for me. <laughs> I was, yeah. When no, did Lee come back? Not come back, but come Move here. Move here, 2018. 2018? And were yeah. you friends with him immediately? Yeah. Pretty immediately. I mean, he moved here, tried out for Insidia, and then they really kind of pissed me off. I'll tell the story really quick. He was supposed to come here. And he learned a set of songs to practice, ones that I told him to. And then they switched the songs, didn't tell me about it. And then he got here, didn't know the songs, and just had to fake his way through it. And then they were like, he's not going to be our drummer. And then he I just kind of... drummer? Yeah. And then I kind of lost contact with him for a minute. And then he just showed up at my... Said like, hey, let's go to the gym. And then showed up at my house one day. And uh, No, he didn't. I, this is what he used to do. Because I used to... Like, I'd make plans with people and then be like, oh, sorry. Like, I'm, I'm just... I'm not just bail. And he was like, I'm outside of your house already so like get out here and i was like fuck was this when you moved in here when did you no, move in here 4708 it was the house we just moved out of he would show shut up at that up. house when i still lived there yeah shut up 
Yeah. How the fuck do I not remember him then? I don't know. But uh, How yeah. How old was I in 2018? You were like... 11? Plus, I mean, to be fair, we weren't really doing a lot of things together around that time. I spent a lot of time out of the house. I know. That's what I was thinking about the other day. So crazy. When we started actually really hanging out, mm-hmm. bonding, we kind of did it in this, the 2019, 20, like yep. 19, it was, it was 2018 the area Hannah a little got bit. Together, yeah. But then in 2020, when you guys moved here, that was when we really started hanging out. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's crazy. Because mm-hmm. I feel like... I was like, yeah, I grew up with Brent. It was like barely, though. Because yeah. I remember there was a time in our lives where seeing you was rare. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, we're I seeing I was always Brendan. out late. I mean, like, I, I was always, like, out super late. Or, like, when you moved out because of the... But, like, like I remember this one time in specific. We were, like, in the car. And mom was like, oh, we're seeing Brendan. And I was like, what? Like, I haven't seen Brendan in, like, months. That was a tough time. Like, just I, I had to get out of the situation. Yeah. I, I did feel bad because, like, obviously I knew I was leaving you two behind. That was always on my mind. Yeah. It was just you two. Oh, Hannah's home. Hang on, everybody. And we're back, everybody. Sorry about that. So to, to cap off the match, how do you feel about it? Mid? Seven out of ten. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much where I am, too. Um, yeah. Next is another bottle down? Another bottle down, yep. yes. This is another one of... This is in my top five, for certain. I love this song a lot. Um, it's, it's one of the more interesting tracks, I feel like. Just... Um, it's more. Uh, it's it's unique. It's not the fucking. It's okay. It's not like. You're fine. <laughs> the first ones where you like. It's kind of like a very straightforward. Set, like like we're doing this. He's okay, kind of gonna do this for a few songs. Very unique. Like if you're listening to the album fully, this is like the one that probably sticks out most. I would say. I agree. Which is nuts that this song didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't like at all. This one has like less than Six ten million. million. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's too it's fucking little. nuts because the chorus is fucking amazing. It's fun. He's doing a lot of shit vocally here that I really like, like bouncing back and forth between different styles of screams in the verse, the first uh-huh. one. Um, <sighs> lyrically, this has some of my favorite lyrics, uh, which are... It's really not long. Okay. Where is it? Yep, right here. Oh, fuck, this is fun. I just can't believe I didn't find this before. To just indulge, even if it kills me, who gives a fuck if we die? And then the... This one's also really fucked up, though, because this is, like, This is one obviously. of the most fucked up, yes. Another bottle down. You should really try it sometime because it feels so good. And then it repeats that again. It says, without a care, if a heart gets broken, you'll all learn in the end there's a better way. Baby, move in closer. You couldn't hurt me if you tried. And then the chorus, I won't fall down again. My heart's now dead and gone, and I'm still breathing. I made it out alive. Like, it's just, this This is really where the darkness of this album sets in. Like, he's losing himself in this drug and alcohol and it's haze. Like, it's kind of, it's almost like, it kind of makes you feel fucked up to listen to it. It really like, does, yeah. Yikes. It's like, sleazy, and it's 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 crazy how much shit... Almost has the same energy of, like, watching a guy do drugs, and you're like... 100% Ugh. it does, yeah. It's like, like I mean, it's like... Or, like, I would say watching like somebody, you know, like, yeah. Like, watching someone, like, it has that energy of, like, seeing someone, like drink their seventh beer or like be like try to go do a drug and you're like oh like i'm not gonna say anything because like i don't not my business yeah. but like yikes i like, agree that kind of energy it's like it's almost like yeah it's almost like watching somebody that you love lose themselves yeah you know what i mean that's like, the that's the energy that and you're this like, song i don't gives know what out. to do kind of just and gonna I, sit here. I loved this back in the day because I'm around sure that time <laughs> oh yeah i was i was feeling basically indestructible yeah. around the time that i really started getting into this so this was my song like it was just basically like like nothing can fuck with me you know what i mean like yeah. i'm i'm on top of the world but like you know realistically what, i'm dying inside you know i had a dream the other night mm-hmm. about like this it was when he had long blue hair senior mm-hmm. in high school i think you were supposed to be and i had to travel back in time and befriend you mm-hmm. and it was like so awkward because i was like 
hey and you were like this is and you were like super freaked out because i had to lock you in a room to talk to you because you were like i don't like talk to people like you because i looked normal or i had like a white shirt on like mm-hmm. blue jeans which is ridiculous because i totally did talk to people like that <laughs> and you were like i don't talk to people like you like you look like i think you thought i was gonna make fun of you yeah, yeah, yeah. and i had to lock you in a room and you were like like you weird me out because you look like my sister and i was like dude i am your sister like I'm from the future dude oh my and, God. and then i had to like i had to like make you believe and then i had to go home yeah and I was like, this is so weird because I walked in and mom was like, who's this? Like, you need to tell me before people come over. And yeah, you were like, yeah. mom, you're going to want to sit down for this one. And then I woke up and I was like, what just happened? Why did what you talk like What just happened? That? Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I but get it. But you were pretty indestructible. No, I wasn't. You're pretty. I was. Why? I was. I was like about ready to, to blow my brains out at any given moment. But like there's like there's a weird feeling that you get in that mindset when you like. I guess it's probably numbness, but like, it's just like this, like you don't care. Like, like it's this fake, this fake bravado because like you have such low self-esteem, Yeah. but you like you putting on a show for the world. So it almost makes you feel like that. It's the fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? It's, and it works. It worked too well. And I felt like I was way cooler than I was. Kind of like the same feeling I get when I listen to uh, Hollywood Undead. Yeah. That's so you're like, I'm kind of a fucking badass. Yeah, and then but you're like, like but imagine living, car. imagine living every day feeling that way, like on the surface, yeah. and then deep down, oh. not feeling that I'm, way. Okay, imagine listening to like "Gangsta Sexy" mm-hmm. by Hollywood and then you're I fucking love that song. Gangsta, you know, singing your little yeah. heart out, and then you, you know, those uh, when you almost get into a car crash and you stop for a second, you're like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> How funny would that be if that song is playing? Because you're like, <gasps> and then you like stop and park, and you're like. <sighs> Gangsta coming down in the earrings. Yeah. No, yeah, that'd be funny. But yeah, um, I think I want to say my favorite parts of the song, which I just did go over, but it really is the chorus and that like second verse breakdown bridge yeah. section, the another bottle down. Yeah. The this yeah. song, it, like, it's, it's hard to listen to. It, it like, is, like this is like, where this album you, really it gets makes heavy. You feel icky. Yeah. Kinda. You're like, oh, yeah. like. But this is one of the best songs on this album, and it consistently blows my mind. I say this with every album, but like, I'm consistently blown away that this song didn't do better. But I'm sure yeah. Danny's glad that it didn't, because like, if I was him, I wouldn't want to go anywhere near this song. That's true. I feel like I always feel awkward about that kind of thing where <laughs> artists don't like a certain era that's like your favorite. Yeah. This is and it for you don't, us. And like you don't like it because like I don't I'm not like oh well he was on drugs so I love it but like it's just like such childhood music of mm-hmm. mine you know and like if I ever were to meet him I don't want to be like rude yeah and be like well he's not from my understanding dude like I met him once and I said like I I, I think I talked to him about like the first three asking albums and he was super nice like he when how when. When this was him, when was he, he was in We Are Harlot, and he had oh. left Asking Alexandria. So, and I told he do him country music for a little. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he. I mean, it was his first solo album was a country album. But like I told uh-huh. him, I was so excited at that point. I had pre-ordered the We Are Harlot album. Mom had let me pre-order it on oh. uh, How much iTunes, it? fourteen ninety nine or something like that. Not very that expensive. That is balling. <laughs> and yeah, like, oh, man, it, that was such an exciting day for me getting to meet him because yeah, he was such a nice dude. He was such a nice dude, like a dad. N- more like just I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> like your uncle? No. Like a brother? Like a cousin? Like a like a like a like a like a niece? Like a nephew? You know those dudes that you run into at school that like you may not know very well, but every time they see you, they're like the nicest people in the world. 
like guys guys that like genuinely make you feel safe not scary guys yeah, like yeah i mean i'm not gonna say that he made me feel safe but I mean, if that's <laughs> what like, works for you make but... you feel safe but like the kind of guy where it's like you don't feel like you're in harm yeah or like that he's like looking that he's right gonna... through you as he's talking to yeah. you yeah he was he was a very nice genuine dude when i met him but yeah it's songs like this that make me like really kind of take a step back and be like man like this had to have been a rough time for the guy yeah and, i mean and, uh, in an interview this is like i feel like all of the songs before this are kind of like kind of speaking about something without saying it yeah and then it's like this one's fully just telling you like by the way i have a so, problem yeah. and i'm <laughs> killing myself and i don't care and even the next song which we'll get into it's it's very brazy you know what i mean like very yeah. like confident but like i feel like almost within that song too and with this one you're seeing the walls break down and he can't hide that there's like a serious situation going on that he can't fix and he's almost like it's almost like he's trying to convince himself in these songs more if than I he's was trying his to convince daughter, us i would have made him stop drinking alcohol because he would have oh loved me God. so much because i'm so cool you know, speaking been like, of his da a daughter that's part of why he was losing his mind around this point he was mean? dating somebody and Did she got baby pregnant trapped? No, she got pregnant and he Mr. was super excited to have a baby and she no. went on drugs no. and had a miscarriage. No. And he just he talks about it in the, the, the country album that we were talking about. He did a documentary and there's a song on that album and his next album about him losing his his baby girl that he like was so excited and ready oh. to have. And it's just like that's why he really lost his mind, apparently, according to him. That's oh. from his mouth, not mine. But. Yeah, uh, and then, so, with Another Bottle Down, this, to me, is an immediate 10 out of 10, because it's a different type of song, and lyrically and performance-wise, it's just so heavy and emotional. I love this fucking song. That's messed up. Why would you tell me that? Yep. Sorry. Like, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, dude... If you're listening to Eddie Warsh, not. <laughs> I doubt he is. Up for adoption. Yeah. For you, pal. Oh, my God. My anyway. mom would probably say, okay, if I convince her enough. Because I'll be like, the... you're still with my mom. Yeah. Like, the, I just need a new dad. Yeah. Jesus. Need a new pops. Anyway. Um, need a new guy to call my pop. What would you rate it? I don't know. It's weird because it's a good song, Like it, but it's just so, like. If you say forgettable, I'm going to reach across No, not this... forgettable. Like, okay. awkward to listen to because you're like, eh. Yeah. Probably like I think it's a. 8.5 out of 10. I would give it a 10 out of 10 just because it's like a perfect illustration. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like you're getting the honest message here. And I feel like that can't be anything less than just like a, if somebody's being genuinely honest, like, yeah. and it comes across in that way and it makes you feel like uncomfortable, like that's got to be a good sign. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, so this is a, a, a gas hit for me. Gas. But okay, moving on to the next one. This is my number one favorite song on this album. What song is it? The title track, Reckless oh, and Relentless. Oh, Reckless and Relentless, yeah. Yeah. I don't, you're not going to be happy with me right I'm now. I'm not at all. And I know that, but this is, I think if you listen to it after I tell you kind of how I feel about it, okay. and that's kind of what I was talking about. about. can inspire me to listen to it? Well, I'll tell you just kind of my thoughts on it. I don't really have any stories, but like this song, it's again, that break, stop. You're going to pull that off the table. <laughs> she was pulling the mic cord. Jesus, you sound like a dying seagull. Kill yourself, you fucking shit. Hey. Sit. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> reckless or relentless. Uh, this is what I meant when I said like this is same that same brazy attitude, but you're seeing the walls come down, like the defenses are coming down, and you're seeing this like kind of broken down side of him. Yeah. It's like I said, it's almost like he's trying to convince himself that he's still having fun. I guess I can see that exactly. Like because you listen to the lyrics here, right? Like let Hold me just. Up. Music, uh, so the intro, not so much, but Cunt. like, 
Through sin and self-destruction, I stumble home never alone. My only home is the bottom of a bottle and a rolled up bill and I'm ready to go. I live the same day in and out and I don't care how long I last. All the girls and drink and drugs, but don't get me wrong, I'm having a fucking blast. It's like... The lyrics, if you just read them at face value, you'd be like, oh, you know, what a badass. But like, yeah. you listen to his performance and it's very clear that he's like breaking down. He's like, it's fucking dead. Thanks to you, cunt. Stabbing it in the fucking chest. That's not how he sounds. That's more James. <laughs> but, how does uh, he sound? Give me a little, give me a little. Um... I, I did earlier. I'll play it. I'll play you an interview with him later because oh, he's gosh. got that like deep Birmingham kind of accent. Oh, I'm James. I play drums. That's him. But yeah, so like with this. Who's um, Eric? Huh? Who's Eric? I don't. Uh, I think it was one of the interviewers, like camera ops. Oh. But anyway, uh, lyrically, this is my favorite, and just front to back, this is my favorite song on the album, hundred percent. Like the the verses are so just heavy, just like not like instrumentally, like speaking from like a oh this is such a heavy fucking song <laughs> standpoint, but like emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really does carry the weight of somebody that's breaking down and trying to convince themselves. Like, they're they're having the party and they're trying to convince themselves that they're still having fun when realistically they're losing their fucking mind, you know? And I love the, the braziness, too. The I am rock and roll at its fucking finest. And but then I am it goes, like, kind of down with, like, the... Yeah, just like the... That's another part. I, this is so Motley Crue co coded. The fucking... Uh, the chorus. Yeah, yeah, Just really like is. the cigarettes hurt. Just like the whiskey burns. I guess I'm never gonna learn. I love that. But then you get to the second you verse, right? You can't keep up with the fucking pace. Not going to, not going to stop until my heart stops beating. Not going to stop until my last breath comes. I'm going to go until I hit the floor and can't find my way back to my feet anymore. It's like, fuck. It's so, will you stop and talk? Sorry, I was like, you got to talk, I'm sorry, I was like, I was, I was like singing in my head. <laughs> She's that. just spazzing out in my yeah. back room. But yeah, I uh, I really do love this. I don't <laughs> like the amount of curse words in this song. I think. Stop being a baby. <laughs> I think cursing well. And the podcast is over. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening no. to your diatribe. Of... This one just, I think I haven't listened to it enough to have that appreciation I for felt it. this way at first. I felt so, this way at first, but this one has quickly became one of my favorites. It's one that I wish I would have been able to see them perform live. Well, but I just will never like, get that chance again. Genuinely, I just like I can't even think about how mad it makes me that they're not coming here. Oh yeah. Like, cause they're okay. Their set list is so good right now. I killing you, fucking dark void, psycho, or not psycho. Sorry, bad blood. Um, bad blood. Let go off the new album, fucking. Breathless to the stage, a prophecy, the final episode. Like we're getting so many good things, and of course we don't get to fucking see it. Yeah, like I that. Know. Ooh, it fills me with a rage. It makes that... me upset. I like. I wanted to like just like guys. I've been with you this whole time. <laughs> oh God, please. I never asked for anything. Yeah. But just I'm just fine. I'm, I'm happy with whatever you guys put out. Just please come here. Yeah, yeah, like I don't even care. Oh my God, it's just so maddening because like of course like every single rock band I feel like right now is mm -hmm. coming to Spokane. Every person i like every band i know is coming and the one time where i'm like come on come on i'm actually now i'm begging mm -hmm. come on they're like by the way not seattle it. is probably the only place where like yeah. Makes me i mad. think it's something to do with our town but i'm wondering it this has to be something with the booking town. it has to be the booking managers or something because sure. we we get fucked over a lot the other thing that happens which is super awesome is the bands come here once on their like rise and Spokane. then never come again like i do not think we'll ever see sleep token here again Probably. That bums me the fuck out. That's the only thing I like because um, I like Machine Gun Kelly. Not to be like, but he the reason he comes to Spokane still is because 
this is like the first place he started like he like the like this was Washington was one of like the most weediest places ever mm-hmm. and he like likes that about it so he like always likes coming here yeah so I was like <laughs> thank that's you. cool or like but, he said like because he like he like I always remember this place because you guys don't call it Spokane you call it Spokane yeah and I'm like right <laughs> keep coming babe keep coming yeah. <laughs> uh Andy did that when I saw him for solo tour. Spokane? He was like Spokane, no, and then everybody Lewis was like, Zarr "No," and he was like, "Is it Spokane or Spokane?" And everybody was like, "Spokane." And he was like, "My bad, my bad." Or like fucking, you know, it was awkward when we went to see uh, the popular monster, mm-hmm. and Spencer Charnas kept referring to Airway Heights as Spokane, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, I mean, to be fair, close enough." Yeah, like, we were all from Spokane. No, when he did like when Ronnie Rackie was like, "Where are you guys from? Are you from here?" And everyone was like, "No." Like, are you from Spokane? I looked around and like everyone around us was like, no. That's so weird. But, um, okay, we got to get back to this. We are, we're we are closing done. in. We're closing in on two hours, though. Okay, you and Cameron had like fucking three hours. Yeah. Like, shit my dick, dude. Well, my listeners stop after. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe if you had more analytic. fucking listeners, you yeah, could have I just a better don't opinion. Promote the podcast. Okay, we'll start promoting. I need shit, you. you I've talked about this in the past few. Like, I, I will. I hate social media, dude. I hate doing it. Yeah. Okay. So does everyone else in the world. You're not special. I'm not saying that I am. <laughs> I'm just don't want to do it. But I just hate social media. So it's bad. Get back to the song. Okay. Dickhead. I'm gonna probably if I had to rate it. I'm not done talking about it. Eight out of ten. You're wrong. But um, see, do you see what he fucking does? He doesn't let people have opinions. You can have your opinion. You're just wrong to me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like there's lyrics here that I really like. Um, Pass me a glass and let's destroy everything in this fucking place. Or I've spent the last two years tearing apart my soul. I'll put the next two in to kickstart the good old days of rock and roll. Um, Yeah, like there's there's so many great parts of the song. The intros kick ass. The instrumentals are fun. I love the uh, I think they have like this like kind of. EDM break but instead of being kind of up like you hear in songs like closure it's very eerie very same with like the match I will say back there like the the EDM transition that you have yeah feels very dark and eerie and that's kind of how this one feels too Scary. you know what it reminds me of the first blade movie okay <laughs> there's a scene in the, the very beginning one? yes when they're in a nightclub in the very beginning and the guy doesn't know that he's in a nightclub full of vampires and he's walking through and all this EDM is playing and everybody's like losing their minds all happy and he doesn't understand that he's the reason that they're happy because they have oh, a meal. Oh, I remember and what so, you're talking about. Yeah, like, it's just like it's a cool scene where like the dude's getting thrown to the ground. They're about to get him. And then he crawls away and he grabs somebody's leg and he looks up and Blade's just sitting there. And That's he fucks them all up. Whenever I think of Blade, I always forget that he's a fucking like vampire. Yeah, he's a half vampire, the daywalker. That's wild to me. Yep. For some reason, for like when I think of Blade, I just think of like somebody who's like a badass. Yeah, well, he's still a badass, but... Well, yeah. I'm not like saying it's not. I'm saying like I but don't like think a of... human. Uh-huh. Yeah, like just a regular guy that's a badass, right? Is that what mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah, like yeah. an average Joe. Nope, half vampire. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why you don't like this. You got to spend more time with this song. I do. This is this really is. It's the reason why it's the title track. This is the entire message of the album in one song. Yeah, because it's like there's parts where they're talking about Did how I? cool it is, and then there's parts where they're like we're killing ourselves, and uh-huh. then there's like, you know, you get everything in this one spot, and it's. Yeah, this song again, it blows my mind that this song only has nine million fucking streams. Really? Like, it's just, it's so nuts, man. This song and the last one are two of the best songs that they've ever made, man. It just, it makes me so upset that this song doesn't get, this is my number one crown, like, this gets my crown for this album. Like, this really? is my number one favorite song on this album. What's your favorite song, period? 
I don't know. <laughs> that's a tough that's a <laughs> question to answer. But yeah, you said eight out of ten. I respect it. Like you haven't spent enough time with it. You said that I get it. And like maybe this just isn't for you. But this song for me is like everything about this album that makes it a good listen. You know what I mean? It's just like how honest they were with how fucked up they were at this time. Yeah. You know, that's what I loved about this album was the honesty. And this is the most raw, honest. And you can tell. Yeah. So 10 out of 10 for me. But moving on. Nice. It is Morte et Dabo. So with um, with this last song, Morte et Dabo, uh, they they basically wrote this song because they Danny specifically wanted to write a song just denouncing religion. He wanted to make it the most like unholy thing okay. in the world. Which I mean, did you read the lyrics? Like yeah. it's very obviously that. Um, yeah, rancid fucking mouth. Yeah. So British of them. I do love this fucking song a lot. I, again, I'm kind of blown away because people do. I hear a lot of people talk about this song. It's only got six million streams. Really? I'm assuming that because this was like so big in a point in time where Spotify wasn't a thing, that we're just never going to get an accurate count on like how many people actually know this song well. That's true. You know? Um, but yeah, like this. It's an interesting choice to end the album with this because this is like one of the first songs where they're not really talking about. Also, does it like really off topic? <laughs> yeah. Almost video game vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that new Diablo movie that is, or no game that just came out was that Diablo Five? Diablo Four. Well, that very Megan Fox vibes. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, like it's it's different, but it's it's not a it's it's not so different that it doesn't belong here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it like it. I feel like maybe it could have gone. Honestly, I think it's the perfect song to end the album. Are you sure? I hundred percent agree. Or I hundred percent think so. You don't think it'd be better to end it with "Reckless and Relentless"? Because you need that song is so dark that like you need a different type of song to end the album with. This song's pretty fucking dark. I mean, yeah, but not in the same way. This is dark towards like a god. "Reckless and Relentless" is dark towards like we're killing ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this was a good choice for them to end the album like this because while it's a heavy song it's still a f like a at this point you're like you get to this and you're like am I still having fun and then you hear Morte Adabo yeah. and you're like I'm having fun we're <laughs> fine <laughs> everything's fine it ended on a on a positive ish note but yeah this is uh, I love again it's just that sense of like abandon that the world is kind of ending that's kind of how this song feels you know Ooh, yeah I love the verses of the song a lot. It's I love Danny's performance because it's very raw. The chorus is amazing. It's in the same realm as like a lesson never learns chorus where it's it's different. Like I would say a lesson never learned and like another bottle down. Like it's it's closer to those yeah. choruses. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they do a bunch of different crazy shit here. Like they have, I think, two to three different time changes in this one song alone. Well, you know what? Huh? Asking Alexandria, asking Alexandria, could have written all. How many amendments are there? I have no idea. All, however many I amendments they know, are. You know, being a citizen of the United States, but I don't know. <laughs> but the people who wrote the amendments couldn't have wrote. Facts. And Facts. I don't know uh, what the fuck that means, but all right. Um, have you yeah. seen that where it's like, well, Taylor Swift could have wrote Heartless, but Kanye West couldn't have wrote Shake It Off. <laughs> For God's sake. <sighs> but how do you feel about this song? Mm, I just, songs that are too long. Maybe it's because I, I have a short attention span. I don't think this song feels as long as it is, though. I have a short attention span. So, like, when a song is over four minutes you're pushing it okay like but if oh, 
Five minutes long? That's like... That's. I think that's kind of a... I could save a life in that time. No, you can't. How to save a life. Wrong band. Afraid? Yep. But <laughs> yeah, uh, this is another one of my top five. So I think honestly, if I had to rank them, it would go reckless first, closure second, another bottle down. Um, so what did I say? I'm sorry. Reckless first, closure, another bottle down, breathless, and then Morte Adabo. Crazy because earlier you said somebody somewhere was in your top five. Well, there's a lot of good songs on this album. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've contradicted myself on all of them. It's hard for me to pick. Like, if I really love an album, I, it's because I love a lot of the songs on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this song's really... It, it, I love this album. It's got two great songs. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't. It couldn't be me. But no, this 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 is really such an interesting way for them to end the album. It was like a long shot, but I think it works. Yeah, it definitely does. And Damn. It's, it's by far, I think it's the heaviest song that they've ever written. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... Uh, it, yeah, it just it works on so many different levels. One of the best things about this band that we haven't touched on, honestly, is James, the drummer. He is such an amazing drummer, front to back. I am James, I'm the drummer. He like, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm really consistently blown away by him, especially on this new album, because they, he really kind of, I feel like he goes off. He goes off on this album, on the newest album, he and goes off and gets the bag queen. Yeah. Yes. Period. Facts. <laughs> Speaking of which, they're releasing two unreleased tracks Shut from up. the. Uh, from Death to Destiny era. Shut up. I'm dead serious. Shut up. I'm dead serious. When? I don't know. But Danny was Shut talking about it that up. they're releasing two songs from the unreleased from Death to Destiny era. Shut up. I'll, like there's a, a vault teaser. Track? There's a teaser. Yeah. Oh, there's a teaser of one of them. It's called Parasite. I'll show you after this. Shut yeah, up. To finish off with Morte Adabo, um, this was. I remember around this time this when was I Coachella was getting into this album. No, shut up. This was the when I was getting into this album around this time, I really was like questioning. Because I grew up Christian. Yeah. I was starting to question my belief in religion. And songs like this, I was always super hesitant to get into because I still had that like God voice in my head that was yeah. like, if you listen to this, you're going to hell. Which is awkward for me, honestly. Yeah. But um, yeah, now especially, like I really do enjoy the, 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 the lyrics of the song. People might categorize it as a little edgy. Yeah, for sure is. Very like, I was going to say very like... Almost. It's edgy. It's like it's like my music like scares cringy, people. Edgy. Like, but I don't. I wouldn't call it cringy. No, it's almost there though. It could be. Mm. I think if it was any other, if if they looked like they did when they wrote "Stand Up and Scream," oh, that would I would be cringy. like, this is awful. But seeing Turn Danny out. in 2011, makes with his sense. short ginger hair, yeah, and his usual wife beater beard, yeah, he kind of uh, looks like a dad. Anyway, uh, how old is Danny Warsnop? I think he's like thirty something now. Could be his kid. Because they moved over here at seventeen. I, I just hit the road. Kid. If if he was like you know a young dad, mm -hmm. yeah. mom abandoned. Maybe I'm his long lost kid. For God's sake, no, you're not. Anyway, well, how, a mom would have been a predator, huh? Unless he was, uh, unless he's. Older well, I mean, than like I'm pretty sure he turned eighteen before Stand Up and Scream came out. So if mom. No, we're done with this conversation. I don't want to think about this. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, to end the album with this song, it's a really solid statement and it caps off what has been the an amazing album front to back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like the way this song ends too, where like it's just the post-production is so, I got to give their, we, we've gone this entire section without talking about 
the the producer and he's one of the biggest producers ever because he did so many of the huge albums who's the producer joey sturgis is his name he did stand up and scream he did this album he did like everybody back in the day attack attack like everybody <laughs> went through him back in the day and he did such an amazing job with the post-production on this album and to end it with just that post-production piece it really just caps off what has been an amazing album Front to back. I mean, granted, the match is kind of a miss, but still, it's not an unlistenable song. It tells its piece of the story and moves on. But yeah, this song for me, again, another like I would give it a solid 9.5 out of 10. It's not one that I listen to often, but when it catches me, it catches me. Okay. You know, what would you give it? Like a six point. (laughs) Fine, I give it a two. Is that what you wanted to hear? No. (laughs) No, but uh, what would you honestly rate it? Like a 6.486. And let me tell you why it's not a (laughs) 6.487. Nope. Nope. Too late. You got to get out of here pretty soon, actually. So, but yeah, I, uh, I love this fucking song to end the album with is just, yeah, I, it like listening to this song at the end really it gives me that feeling that you've been kind of describing the whole time where I'm like man I wish I would have been conscious during this time frame you know what I mean like conscious for me it's conscious of this era in this time frame but uh, yeah man I, I really love this album front to back it's still in regular rotation for me to this day it's just it's such a such a a standout record it's such a cutie patootie album okay like, would you rate it in your top three asking albums? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I would rate it in my top five. It's, like, it's tough for of me now, honestly, though, because like it's my albums for them. Oh, the new one, their new album. Where do we go from here? It was really good. It's like, dude, for me, the albums like I can't like I stand like, up and scream is a little cringy. I'm not gonna lie. Duh. I, Reckless One Less is amazing. From Death to Destiny is amazing. The Black, I'm kind of iffy on. Yeah, the self-titled album is amazing. Like a House on Fire is fucking amazing. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of See What's on the Inside. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, you're right. But where do we go from here? Too that's like six albums that are solid albums. So I'm just like, fuck. I don't know if I would put this. I'm running into that problem. Okay, if I had to do my top three, asking Alexander Mm -hmm. albums. Let me think here. That's really hard. It's really hard. I'm gonna have to have Where We Go From Here in there. I don't know where, but it's gonna be there. And then probably. You know what? They have enough albums. Let's do top four. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm not going to order them because I don't think I can order them, but I'm going to have, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the self-titled. Yeah. Oh, this is hard. I know. I know. House on fire. Yeah. And then reckless and relentless. Yeah. I think for me, it's going to have to be reckless from death to destiny. I'm going to have to let go of self-titled. Unfortunately, <gasps> that's how much I love like a house on fire and how much I love. Where do we go from here? Oh. It's so tough, dude. Like, oh, they're just like, oh, those those two kind of are like so superior. I agree. In, in a way, it's like you can't live up to the Kings. <laughs> no S tier almost. I would honestly rank if I'm going S tier albums from them. It's reckless. It's from death to destiny. It's most of their fucking albums. Yeah, that's what the I'm only saying. ones that aren't S tier to me are "Stand Up and Scream" and "See What's on the Inside," but like every other album is just Pretty straight S tier, dude. Like, what about S plus tier? I would put "Like a House on Fire" from "Death to Destiny." Um, where do we go from here? <sighs> You're like, oh, let I can't, me name I can't. them all. I already named my four, and that's where we're ending this. Okay. Okay. Well. So yeah, uh, thank you for coming and doing my first podcast back with me. I have to come every day. So yeah, well, <laughs> maybe we'll start our own podcast. <gasps> Shut up! I will literally start screaming. 
yeah. because then I can be like, yo, friends at school. What Listen if they're, to my podcast. Yeah. I mean, it would be great because then I'd have, you know. Listeners. Yeah. And people then to have people move who towards like the me. band. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was it. That was it. Yeah. And was, to uh, leave you off, I'll leave you with a question that you need to ask yourself throughout this next week. I swear to God. If quizzes, <laughs> if quizzes are quizzical, what does that make, Tess? Good night, everybody. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. That's all we can't afford. And that's where we're going to end it, everybody. So, yeah. Uh, I hope you guys really did enjoy this podcast. I had a lot of fun making it. It was. Uh, it's good to be back after my you know, little two-week hiatus. I uh, I want to say that it won't happen again, but who knows? You know, if, uh, if the band gets busy... I uh, I will have to leave, but I want to say thank you to anybody still listening today, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to do more. I don't have one lined up for next week. It might be a solo one. It might be one with Hannah, I think. Actually, we're going to be doing the Impera album by Ghost, so that one could be next week's. Yeah, I think that actually might be. All right, well, sick. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see y'all next time. <laughs>